So, um, what are your favorite moped sounds? Is this the intro? Shitty, huh? I like it. I like it. I'll take a little less. This one? Perfect. I can't remember which one's which. Oh, you got, I have one of those little mixers. Welcome to Moped Rumspringer. <laughs> we got Ari in the house. What's up, guys? Living free, free balling it. It's out here in the wild, finally for the first time in forever. Yeah, I'm, I I left the house. Welcome uh, to the show. <laughs> thanks for having me. Whatever it's going to be, yeah. this is the show. Yeah. <laughs> so, welcome to Moped Money Podcast episode, who knows, uh, 100-something-something-something. Um, and we're gonna do the thing. If you haven't heard us before, we do this podcast where we kind of talk about mopeds here and there sometimes. And cats. And cat. Cat chat. Kids. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> tonight we actually have a guest live in the studio, which doesn't happen very often when it's not just random Richmond mopeders making a bunch of noise. And I'd like to give Iris some credit. He's not pre-wasted. Oh, no, I'm not uh, pre-wasted. I, I, had, um, I had fun last night. <laughs> So I'm just chilling. He's today. post-wasted. Yeah, post-wasted. Yeah. <laughs> Taking it easy. And he came sober, which is like... You know, soberish. Yeah, soberish. Blowing blow my mind. <laughs> Never happens. Dude, so what's up, guys? What are you guys doing with mopeds this week? Everything. I bought a moped. What? What'd you get? Wait a second. I bought a moped. Ashley bought a moped. I don't even know what kind of moped it is. You didn't even touch the mopeds you own until last week. Now you got the bug back. I bought, yeah, I bought a trike. I bought the PBR trike. Oh, oh shit. I don't well, even know what's on it. I didn't even want the engine. I just want the trike. <laughs> so for those who don't know, years ago in Richmond, there was a little shop called the Shred Shed that our buddy Sean from Black Black owned. And Richmond mopeders all rented space from him. And Thomas hustled products out of soda machines. <clears throat> That was and, great. And we, Sometimes you know, I just hustled people. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Shredhead East, right? Yeah, Wasn't there a West Coast? East. Yeah, there was a West Coast one out in Denver back in the day. And this was like his second or third location. And it was in Scott's Edition. It's now like, it's now a brewery. Mm-hmm. As, as well Strange as the rest Ways, of the right? Yeah, what, bre- what brewery? Is where that? Strange Ways is. Oh, right shit. across the street from Circuit. Oh, that's where it was? Yeah, that's where yeah. our shop was. Wow. We split with Rag and Bones Bicycle Co-op. Oh, yeah. And, um, you know... All the rallies, you always get sponsors that try to help out with the event, try to help you do stuff. Well, PBR is always what we get in Richmond. Like was, was. Well, we haven't had a rally in a while. I mean, we had their, PBR last time we had a rally. Their Didn't sponsorship else? stuff has not been as good as it used to be. They also closed down their division, which is how we got this trike. Okay, sort of, or how the trike came into moped public. Use uh, ownership. Yeah, yeah. It sounds coveted, like it's one of a kind. Yeah, so that's pretty much what happened. Like yeah. there was PBR sponsors for events, and then like Sean was talking to them, and they wanted to get something done for for them. Yeah, for PBR. Yeah, it was the North Carolina rep. Yeah, so they got this trike with a V one. Minerally, oh shit! I thought it was a trike. Or something. Yeah, and Thomas painted the whole thing, fucking oh, pearl you, white. You did it? Yeah, yes. pearl white. They cut up the uh, they cut up the back and made a cooler, like they welded together a cooler, 
Mm-hmm. I cut it in half to make it fit. And I've like seen they put it. it back it's... on there, painted it, the whole thing. That's Sean did tight. the motor work. Like the the grips were red, the pedals were red. The, the <laughs> had the custom. Who did the vinyl? The Paps brought it all. Okay. Yeah, they sent so that to Sean. Paps provided the vinyl, and it was a clean looking, nice ass bike. Hell yeah. And, and they're like, let's put a V1 on it. I don't know. I don't. It's on the group me. Yeah, it might yeah. Be didn't Alex Googling as her profile photo or something? Oh yeah, on Tinder. Ah. Is it on Tinder? Yeah. <laughs> it's funny that That's you know that Brad because said. someone I wouldn't know that. That's what Brad said. <laughs> Brad told us know. that. Brad said it was her Tinder profile picture. But yeah, man. We, yeah, it was. So that trek was cool, and <laughs> it came. It got built here, and then it left. And it was like, damn. All right. Well, it was gone, and we didn't see it for a long Sat time. Sat in storage forever. Yeah, I don't think they really ever used it for anything. Man. And then it That's popped up. Here you go. Yeah. We'll wow. use it as the uh, like uh, picture on Instagram. Oh, later. maybe I haven't seen this. But anyway, dude, like it was, it was a cool trike, Hell and yeah. it went down the road, and we it was never to be seen. And then I hear like one day that like the QCB Softest Club in the South <laughs> uh, had it on loan. Actually, yeah, Wait, they got Q- it. What's QCB? Uh, oh. Queen City Barons. Where, where's Charlotte, that? North From Charlotte, North Carolina. Oh, okay. Carolina. Softest, Some of the softest club. Softy. Dude, good for them though. Yeah, I want it. Club in the South. They baby. should be soft. More they video they like they like soft serve. Last night. More yeah. clubs So Calico ended up with it for a while because he was going to work on it for them for PBR because it didn't run. Kinda. And then I don't I know. It just him. like it, he did work on it for them, but then they closed down the division. They didn't close down the division and sold off all their artwork stuff, all their vans, their trailers, and everything. And that's how he obtained it. Is he got it from that liquidation? Okay. Yeah. Just, so who built the back of it? Who fabricated that? Like uh, Ben built some of it, but Sean and us all, you know, we all chipped into the stretch. A lot of people had their hands in it. Nice. I mean, the back of the Paps bike. Yeah. Oh, that's a trier. Factory trier. Yeah, oh, it is. Oh, yeah. shit. I didn't know about that. Yeah, came built with the tube frame. Mm-hmm. It's cool. It's like flat metal, but yeah, it's awesome. But yeah. And so the original moped is still underneath all of that. You can yeah. just remove the bolts from the tri- the pri- the trike part, and just put a normal wheel swing on arm. And you got a regular moped. Wow. Have you seen the Shark Tank with the guy that has the ice cream, Tomos? And he he didn't not. get a deal. Damn. Yeah. Have to check that out. Shark uh, yeah. Tank. Shark See, Tank. Just, Sick moped yeah. episode. Oh, yeah. I just want to put ice cream in the back or something, put some dry ice in there and just like tote it around a rally. Like, not yeah. ride it, but like, you know, I just want it as like a showpiece. Do, like do you guys know box. Rob K from the Pennsylvania area? Yeah. Old do you, dude. Do you guys ever watch the um, uh, like YouTube cycle channel where it's like the guys up in Pennsylvania where they buy and sell? And I can't remember the name of the. YouTube, but they're always like bikes and beards. Bikes and beards on no. YouTube. Yeah, so mm-hmm. Rob K, moped dude, bikes and beards goes out and buys a moped and does like a whole episode on mopeds. So if you haven't seen that, that's a pretty fun watch. Mm. We're giving all the secret Rob- moped content today. <laughs> Rob-, <laughs> Rob K's an old school moped dude that like a lot of people don't really know about because he's old now and you know like what? he's not really he's in the scene. Friends with. Uh- Rob Rob K is that his name? Yeah, yeah. yeah he's good we talked about him Hill. last week. Yeah, with um, I wasn't here. Oh, sorry. sorry. <laughs> I knew you were talking to him. <laughs> yeah, like that, I'll pass. I don't know. That's cool. That bike <laughs> came back into the world. I think Conan bought like a bunch of stuff from QCB, mm-hmm. and he brought it back with him. And then he was like, hit up a Richmond group chat, and was like, "Yo, I got these bikes for sale." Oh shit! And I was like, I don't know where I was at. I was sleeping or something because. <laughs> 
I open the chats, 30 messages missed, and Thomas and Ashley are like, we'll take it. And I'm like, motherfucker. Because <laughs> I was like, yo, I got yeah, money <laughs> on that. Who's got the iron pot? I don't even want to ride it. I just want to, like, the problem, the thing is that you can't it. ride it. Yeah. It's, that, that's, yeah. a, a moped trike is the most they suck. death <laughs> trap, useless piece of shit. It's only good for looking at. Yeah. How Charlie did that whole rally on a fucking trike crack weeks ago. Crack cocaine. Like, watching them <laughs> lean through turns like full ass off the side. Look like one of the four-wheeler boys like wheeling in traffic. Dude, they're so <laughs> sketchy. I, I love that there's like a dude that does wheelies on, in moped world now. Oh, yeah. Squirrel, oh, yeah. squirrel something. Yeah. yeah. There's a bunch of dudes that do wheelies in moped. We got, there's Bats. a few. There's a, there's a club down in North a Carolina. Mob. Raleigh yeah. called uh, Makeshift Mob and they, they're wheelie boys too. That's awesome. It's like nice to see that it's progressed somewhere beyond just Yeah, sitting. nice to see there's not a group completely full of dorks. Well, someone's like, <laughs> someone's got to push it, you know? So there's actually like the, I think the first like real like bike life podcast called, is, is out right now too. And that's called uh, Let It Ride yeah. with like Wheelie Wayne and fucking another one of OG dudes from um, from New York. And they're doing their dirt bike podcast. I'm like, I, I, I was like, I got to DM them. I got to yeah. DM them. I sent like the longest DM <laughs> like from the podcast to theirs. And I was like, listen, like, Y'all gotta, y'all gotta Cross, get our. Guys gotta I was like, y'all gotta on. get our boy Squirrel on here. He's like yeah. out there holding down the set. Really is. Like he's doing all the stuff that you guys are doing on dirt bikes, but and better. he's doing it in traffic yeah. with dirt bike guys. Like That's he's awesome. going to Philly. He's taking it like to their like track days and stuff. Like he's doing it with dirt bike dudes. I love that. So I'm like, man, fucking. Fun. I wish he had his own YouTube channel because he really it would really blow up. It would. Like squirrel, stop sleeping, dude. Get on that YouTube show. Where does he live in Philly? He's, or in, he's in Lancaster. I right. think the problem is he needs like a good camera guy with him. A he lot. has lots of camera yeah. guys all around. Seems like yeah, good but like coverage. they have more setup. I mean, to really get a YouTube channel going that's gonna do something, you gotta have a little bit of a setup. Just this a little is a fucking selfie I'm not stick. A cell phone, bro. You got that. Yeah, get you can it. do well, it gimbal. that way. But you can't wheelie and talk. On a selfie stick. You don't need any talking. Just really that shit. <laughs> what he needs is management. Some voiceover. You gotta get a manager. <laughs> All right, yeah. you do camera shit, right? You got I do, this? Yeah. You produce I got, them? I got you, Squirrel. Squirrel, got your producer right get, here. Get my info. <laughs> I guess really the biggest thing up. is having a good editor. You just stack your bike full of shit. Well, funny you say that. And then just have it edited. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. That's what I do professionally. <laughs> Dude, so let's let's get into uh, let's let's get into the shit with Ari, dude. Oh shit! Oh man, I know I know you didn't do anything with mopeds this week. <laughs> I definitely didn't. <laughs> but we not can, until you hit me up. We can travel back, bro. Let's um let's go ahead and just introduce yourself and tell them where you're from. And oh man, all right. How you got into mopeds? Y'all know what time it is. It's your boy. Um, it's your it's your boy. <laughs> Y'all know what time it is. It's your boy. What's good, y'all? <laughs> you already know what time it is. It's your boy Ari. Um, yeah. Uh, I was shit. born in nineteen eighty six. I was born in nineteen eighty five. It's my birthday on Tuesday. So oh, happy birthday! Thanks. Um, yeah, I opened a second stroke mopeds up back in. We started working on it in twenty ten. Pete Diadio and myself and uh, Pete secured the space, which is right down the street from where I lived. And I mean, where should I start? Where, start with where, where you're from, dude. Okay. Yeah. I'm from originally from Boston. Okay. I didn't, cause I didn't know that. Yeah. I'm originally born and raised in Boston. Like I know you, we know you, yeah. but we never really have like, like we say it yeah. all the time, like mopeds are like this weird hobby and you meet all these people, you can go to these rallies and you just, People are just stacked on top of each other, and you're like, 
Oh, what's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? You learn about you it in the now, but yeah. you don't really know anybody. Yeah. You never really get to sit down and have the real conversation. That's kind of what the podcast is like. We need to add depth to mopeds. Yeah. Just get to know the person behind the behind the shitty bike that breaks <laughs> down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I yeah, Boston. Uh, grew up there. Moved to New York right after college, um, and I worked at a bike shop all through high school and college, and was always into bicycles, that kind of thing. When I was like 16, picked up a spree from a buddy that was all fucked up, um, crashed it, got pretty hurt, and uh, kind of put anything motorized a to the side for a bad while. Bad taste on my pants. I was still into it, but like just didn't have any money. So like, uh, and then yeah, kind of always wanted something, and then, um, but was always into bicycles and just riding, like around the city. Because Boston's so small, like you get everywhere on a bicycle. Actually, you can get everywhere faster, according to Will. He's like, "Yo, if you got a you moped, can. the traffic gets fucking jammed up, and like yeah. when you want to be somewhere, it's easier to park, easier to just hit the bike lane because you can run your yeah. moped in the bike lane." There. Oh yeah, I mean it's like New York, like same thing. Like the yeah. city's so concentrated. Um, and yeah, and Boston's tiny, but so it's faster to get anywhere on a bike or a or a moped. But yeah, I didn't have any mopeds when I was in college, and then. I moved to New York right, uh, right after school in 2008 because my mom is originally from New York and my whole, her whole side of the family is there. So I moved to New York and then um, got a job in advertising, which is what I, I'm still doing. And I forget how I like, came across it, but just was like, I want to get a moped. Like, you know, I can, I can do this. You don't even need to remember. It's like, yeah, it's, it's, you can make sense. Yeah. You can guess it's the same old shit. Like, huh? I I could probably do that. It's probably easier than pedaling. It'd be convenient when it's raining and I feel like shit just to fucking hop on something motorized and not do the work. And New York's so big. Like I didn't want to ride to work and be like super sweaty on my bike. Cause I worked in an office so yeah but you didn't realize when you think about it it's the different kind of smell you, right so you don't feel sweaty. Uh, I, I didn't i didn't know anything and i didn't know about moped army then i didn't know about mission 23 or the orphans or any of that stuff so i just went orphans? on i went on <laughs> uh i went on um i ain't touching that one no uh, we're gonna, we gotta get into gangs in new york it's only one gang in new york uh, yeah. the orphans <laughs> I'm cool with all those guys. It's uh, know, as, as far as are. I know. Um, no, but I bought. I went on Craigslist and found a street mate uh, in Jersey. Damn fancy top yeah. tank boy. Street mate had no idea what the fuck it almost was. You know what I mean? I knew nothing, and I didn't know that people were doing this stuff with the old bikes. So, so this is coming in without even like knowing other people or anything. Nothing. I had no idea. I'd never heard of them up at Army. Just like transportation. And those articles like that they had done that like hats in with the orphans like the really nice photos that mm-hmm. was like earlier that year so i like should have seen it um and known something about it but i didn't know about it until after i picked up the bike and then i think one of my coworkers was like oh did you see that article in wired about the moped gangs i was like what the fuck <laughs> so I, I gotta get rid of yeah, this thing <laughs> i mean because that article was like that article was so i mean the, the photography was amazing but like yeah i had no idea but oh and the tomos needed um it needed. I just like wanted to bring it in to get it tuned up because I didn't. I wasn't working on mopeds. Bring it in where? To the orphanage. So the orphanage was like the it was open in Greenpoint at that point, and it was you know the only moped shop in New York City. Did you find out about it because of the article? 
I think half because of the article and then half because I, I just like Google Maps it. Yeah. yeah. So went there. Oh, and I had bought a pipe. I bought it like a Tecmo Bullet or Boss or something because I heard, you know, you can make your bike go faster with this. Fuck yeah. <laughs> so I bought the Super wrong I bought the man. wrong one. I probably bought an A35 one for an A, or an A3 one because um, I didn't know that I had an A55. So brought it to them and they were just like, so not not friendly about it. <laughs> so yeah. if you don't they're know, like about the wrong pipe if you don't know and you have tomos <laughs> how do you how do you tell the difference between the motors wait what if you don't know and you have a tomos if like you're listening to this as a oh. as a noob and you just bought a tomos oh, i like, tell the difference between the engines well the a i mean i'm like you can look at it but the, <laughs> you and me the a55 has that big uh usually like brightly colored um with a ton of fins, the uh, hanging out cylinder. Of the <laughs> um, well, and I guess the A fifty five has like a steeper head angle too. Wait, and those aren't no. Don't I A55s, don't think even it's that. A fifty fives don't have reeds, right? A fifty fives don't have reeds, right? A thirty fives do. When I was learning the shit, yeah. I was like, "What the fuck are reeds?" They're like, "Oh, yeah. check oh, that article." Yeah, look check at Ryan if it did. has a reed valve. I'm like, "Yeah, how the so fuck the A- would I know what a reed well, valve?" Well, yeah, that's is. what I mean. Like, if you were to look at it, you'd never be like, "Oh, there's a reed block in there." Yeah. Um, so, so for a little background reference <laughs> yeah. too, for those who want to kind of keep up with what we got going on, uh, if you go to wire.com or you just search for "rebels without a hog" <laughs> is the name a of the hog. article. You can yeah, see when did the old out? Was like 2006, seven, uh, eight? Oh, you guys are the original Rebel browsers. Okay, so yeah, that's around when I bought the the Streetmate. And then I was like, man, those are tiny helmets. <laughs> <laughs> that must be the cool thing, just to wear a helmet like Bradley's wearing, where it's like super tiny. Your hair sticking out, barely hits yeah. your face. Yeah. <laughs> um, so like your nose can hang over the edge of the, of the chin guard so you don't fog Look up. at that hair. But no, this is all at the original orphanage. Um, How long was the orphanage around? Um, a few years. They moved over at Nathan. Now. Yeah, look, one, there's Pat. One just like that. Um, but it was in like the best location, like right at the end oh, of the, where Greenpoint comes to, like a tip before the bridge. Mm-hmm. And like, there was a, like, it kind of came to a dead end point where you could loop around, but it was like at the perfect spot where there weren't a ton of apartments at the end. It was like right by this like little canal. And, uh, yeah, it was just like an ideal spot to have a moped shop. So I went there with the pipe. They told me that it was the wrong one, so I got the right one. Laugh you out of the shop. Yeah, basically. Um, they, just, they basically rom form fuck faced it right there on the spot. Yeah. Um, I didn't give a fuck though. I mean, I worked at a bike shop. My look for eight years. Like I know it being. I know what when someone comes in, and I well, went there, in. You get it. You get like, it. Yeah, but also like going in there being like, it's cool, guys. Like uh, whatever you do, like just do it. Like you know, I was a mechanic or you know mechanic adjacent at my shop yeah. for eight years like the customers that are the best are the ones that come in and just like look i don't know what the fuck i'm talking about like do your thing yeah. i thought i came in like that but i don't know <laughs> i still got a little i still got like sassed out yeah but um whatever they were they were cool um and yeah i met ryan and bradley and nathan then and um dan uh who were all in that article and then I think Ryan told me about that they were having a, like a, uh, oh my God, there's a kitten in the room. <laughs> Jesus Christ, too cute. Oh gosh, you didn't think you were going to see some pussy we'll see tonight, did you? <laughs> yeah, there's got to be a drop for something like that. Uh, yeah, I got it. <laughs> no, it's, the, it's the Thomas Matthew. Wow. Thomas? 
<laughs> hey, come here, hand me that. Some shit you shouldn't be saying. So good. <laughs> Let me smell that pussy. When I'm not here, <laughs> that, that happens a lot. <laughs> you need to like the boo. Oh, let me touch that pussy. Yeah, let me smell that. Smell that pussy. That's a good one. So you got laughed out the shop, but they got no, you. I didn't get but they got you out. squared. They, they, got, yeah, you they got me squared away. And then I, I went to. They had a. They had like a meetup at a. I forget what bar it was. It might be. I think it was Pete's Candy Store in, in Williamsburg. And um. Uh, oh, I also have to mention that at the time I was living below a motorcycle gang. I was in like the garden level apartment of a motorcycle gang called the um, Legion of Doom. It was my first apartment in New York. It, and the dude that lived upstairs, his name was Lucifer. <laughs> and from what I heard, he was Madonna's bodyguard and like inner prime. He was the largest man I've ever seen in my entire life. Um, and he ran this like street bike motorcycle gang called the Legion of Doom. And every Wednesday they were like, um, yeah every wednesday they would just come through but they were like stunting and shit mm-hmm. like one of them would die every year and like Lord. they were just the most like unfuckwithable dudes you've ever seen in your life <laughs> like just the like, sacrifice of the and club. i had to walk through like mm-hmm. it was like fence you know like in new york like you get the little gate and yeah. then you can either go up the stairs or in my case like behind behind the stairs so i'd have to walk through like this pack of just like motorcycle dudes <laughs> And then, so I bought this moped, this fucking street mate, oh, which is like the corniest. <laughs> and, I, and I was like, And then you put Lou, a pipe check, on it. Ch- Lou, check it out. I got like a moped. And he's like, You like these pedals? Didn't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, Yeah, what, you know. Yeah, what uh, about it? <laughs> but like, I don't know. I feel like I'm a pretty non threatening guy. Like, yeah. no one's really, I'm not flexing on anybody. <laughs> but yeah. Oh, so I met Pete and the Mission 23 guys at this, um, yeah, this meetup. And everyone was super nice. And I think that it was actually a uh, uh, Mission 23 rally or an orphan's rally because there was a ton of people there. But um, yeah, I learned like that night that we went on a ride from the bar and then came back there. But um, yeah, it was the first time I'd ever experienced like any of that shit. How, like, and how long after that was like, or how long after you getting your pipe fixed would you go to that ride? Um, I feel like I, I met Pete and I forget how we connected, like, other than just being like, oh, these dudes are super fucking nice. Like, I met, like, Alan Gamboa that night, probably, like, John Mahoney, Jeff Hinton, all the Mission 23 dudes who are still, like, good friends of mine to this day, like, um, Dan Smith. But, yeah, Pete, you know, is, like, the leader at Leslie Padal, who's, like, killing it. Um, yeah, Pete was just, like, super friendly, like... And everyone's pretty just psyched to, psyched to be there, but um, yeah, they were probably pumped too to meet somebody else who isn't just a fucking spaz. You know, like yeah. you meet some moved people <laughs> once in a while, and you're just like, man, I don't know. But I still understand like meeting people that are just getting into it and like having that like new energy and like how it can be a bit, um, you know, it's hard to match that when you've like my been tolerance be- has gotten shorter. Yeah, of course, of course. So old, same. <laughs> I mean, you're telling me, like, I'm not in mopeds anymore. <laughs> like, <laughs> but, um, yeah, they were just super nice. And then I kind of, I think they had a garage at that point. But yeah, we just started hanging out. And um, I started getting interested. Pete would let me ride, like, his 
Um, he had a dart, which is sick. Yeah, darts are sick. Yeah. I've had a and, couple uh, of those. I love the yeah. dart. <laughs> and I was just like, oh, man, like this is so much cooler than like this big, bulky bike. Like I want something tiny. And not even like a top 10. And I was just wanting something stock, small. too. Those things oh, yeah. are peppy. Didn't it's funny. like 35, easy stock. Yeah. Didn't thou who shall not be named take a dart he bought from you and chop oh, it Oh, you up? got haters on this podcast already? No. <laughs> not really. Was that a dart that he bought yeah. from you? Yeah, I thought so. Yeah. <laughs> he was so sad about I it. I stole that bike back fair and square and he chopped it up. <laughs> I went to a good home, though. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. And then I bought my I bought my Hobbit from Pete, um, which had been sitting forever. And it was a PA fifty one, and that was like my first. And I sold the Streetmate, and um, thank God. <laughs> I mean, underneath it all, it's still a really good bike. It's, yeah. a, it's, a, it's a fantastic yeah. moped. I just didn't understand that like mopeds don't have horns or turn signals or like you know I didn't. Yeah. Also like oh I love that shit when people come to the shop and be like well I got you know yeah it turns it's got a switch can you put turn signals on it I'm like I mean yeah, yeah I, I could probably do it but no I'm not yeah. doing it. <laughs> doesn't make sense i don't know i don't think we ever wired turns i'm sure Pete probably did it at one point but streetman had enough storage to put a whole helmet in there dude like almost you couldn't put you you could put maybe the right the the hole was too small but if you had like a tiny little helmet you could put like a 24 case of beer in it you fit a ton of beer in it (laughs) (laughs) i think that's really nice with ice fowler did it for us i always thought it'd be sick to get like any of those bikes with trunks like that or big under seat storage and like line them so you can just like fill them with ice yeah. and like make them coolers. I mean, it would just drip down the sides. And, yeah, like, who cares? It's water cool. cooled. Yeah. Fowler did that. He put <laughs> ice and beer in, in his That's for us tight. one time. Dude. It did not last long, but. <laughs> that was a shit. We don't need to worry about that now. We got a PBR trike with a cooler. Try <laughs> <laughs> ice. We'll get there Hell at 15 yeah. miles an yeah. hour. You have it. What's better than a street mate? A bike with a little literal cooler on the back. <laughs> we saw that. Pick it up. I think the best bike for that kind of shit is still the Grande with the 30 rack cooler fucking giant rack on the yeah. back. Because yeah. you can like strap just a legit real cooler that doesn't leak. I had a Grande. It. Grande is my favorite moped of all time. I don't think Hands I ever down. got it running well. I think I gave it to somebody. It's to... difficult to get running well. Yeah. I always wanted a dual variated. Once you get it running though. Yeah. I had a chow forever. A thousand or fifteen hundred bucks in it. On top of what you paid for yeah, it. I wasn't about to do that. That's the thing. <laughs> it's, it's like a Honda Hobbit. The Hobbit's the same way, though. Like, yeah. You although you can. Cheap. I still you, have that Hobbit, by the way. You I can make a Hobbit do, stuff. yeah, 3540 on the cheap and be really reliable. A Vespa, like stockish, yeah. on the cheap, you're not getting any more like 35, 30, 35 out of it, maybe. It still felt sketchy, even though it's a super heavy bike. Like the frame was really beefy, but. I don't know something. The about, way the frame mounts, yeah, yeah. still felt like it's got a wobble to it. <laughs> like yeah. the fork still sucked. Like you know what I mean? Like <laughs> shitty brakes. I and think like, Vespa is uh, Italian for ride drunk. <laughs> <laughs> ride loose. Yeah, ride loose. Dude, hang loose gang. Hang <laughs> loose gang. Dude, yeah. So so you got the you got the PA fifty. PA fifty. Yeah. In New York doing this Mission Twenty Three hangout spot. Yeah. Well, we had gotten a garage in Greenpoint at that point, and. uh yeah, it was like, you know, 50 bucks a month, like, you know, and then it, it was full, like you couldn't work on a bike in there just to store them. So, but yeah, so we got kicked out of that place um, after like a year or so. And they then found out there were mopeds inside. It was like Greenpoint's like super Polish area and like, you know, like they've lived there forever. So it was the, it was attached to a bar and the owner of the bar was this old woman 
And like we used to like help her out by like carrying wasted people like back to their houses if mm. she needed like assistance. Um, oh, we also didn't have electricity, so she would let us plug an extension cord in where the jukebox was plugged in. Nice. So and then one day her son came by and like flipped out about something. I'm guessing it was the electrical bill. <laughs> oh no, they cut off the electricity. We had asked for them to turn it back on something. And it was like, I just remember that I think John Mahoney got threatened with some sort of weapon from the sun and we just had to be out. So like we moved out and had our bikes just like somewhere parked, you know, in our apartments or whatever. And then Pete found the spot in right on the Bushwick bedside border where the original second stroke was. And it was like 1800 square feet, like, empty there was nothing else in the two storefronts next to us is under the train and um it had a basement oh shit you got a text uh professional you fix it fix it under the train perfect fucking location nobody's gonna fuck with you but yeah just fucking we like went in on i basically it was so close to where i lived at that point um it's like a second home it's like yeah it's yeah we would money well spent what i told him from the get-go i was like look like I had flipped a couple bikes at that point and um, wasn't liking the job that I was working. Um, and I mean, I was, I was liking it. I just was like, wasn't like fulfilled from it. So yeah, when Pete found the spot, I was like, look, like I'm, I'm willing to go in on this with you. Like if we build out like practice spaces in the basement just to cover the overhead and then cause safety, rent, rent was so cheap. Rentals, yeah. Like rent was so cheap at that place when we got it and we signed a five-year lease with like a five-year option to renew um should have signed that 20 year the same price (laughs) i think we could i think you can like we could have continued doing it but that neighborhood changed like so much um where yeah i mean we were like reckless just riding i mean we're on broadway like under the train like it was a fucking hot area to like be riding mopeds. Sounds like, awesome. Like I went I to just, my family reunion in New York. Like we were in Queens and I was just like, okay, what are you guys doing tonight? Oh, you're doing that. Cool. I'm going to second stroke. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. I like took multiple trains, figure out my way. And finally yeah. I got there and I was like, yo, this is right off the train on the strip. And I right pull off and the just train. like, yeah, rip down the street. You do whatever you want. Hang out. Cool yeah. Sidewalk we had a space. backyard. Yeah. Um, Oh, and it was also near like all these DIY venues, like um, that, like Todd P. This guy Todd P. had. So like, they would do like outside concerts, like under the train, just because like the noise. It's like if you're living by the train, like you kind of signed up for it. Yeah. So yeah, that kind of got us away. Got allowed us to get away with like that kind of shit. So yeah, open that store up. You know, with the practice spaces, I lived upstairs, and I eventually like moved upstairs into the apartment up above it, and then um practice spaces were filled like instantly and then we signed up with tomos like out of the gate and we're like their east coast retailer so you guys sell the boats and boat motors too no i don't they weren't i don't think they were (laughs) oh maybe they were it was like we were getting like six bikes at a time you had to like pay like a certain amount off the bat yeah but man they were a fucking pain to deal with that's um, a lot of fucking money up front. It's not like you're making... There's no money to be made off of them. Well, and they were doing something where, like... I think it was... Like, they were selling parts for, like, big machines that were, you know... And then the moped thing was just, like, kind of like a tax. I don't know. Like, they weren't making money off importing mopeds. 
yeah. to the States. And then they weren't allowing you guys to make money off them either because no, by the time did. you retailed it. We did. Like, yeah, I mean, it was, New York, it's New York. York so, like. Yeah, I mean, it, yeah, but you're talking like what? And what you saw in a stock moped for back then, like a stock brand new Tomos. And 2000 oh. was this? 2009 or 2011 10, we opened. I think we sold. I mean, we sold them, I believe, at MSRP or like a hundred bucks more. But like, I think a sprint was like twelve or thirteen hundred bucks. It wasn't crazy. Yeah. Also, like, is New York City and like, there's a Vespa dealer down, you know, a few train stops away that sells bikes for six grand, and like, people readily buy those, you know. Yeah. So, um, and like, like we had to float overhead and like, put like tools in the toolbox and, um, but we fucking we sold them like. Quick. like we couldn't keep them in stock and people kind of caught on and then um yeah and we were fixing a lot of old bikes oh, yeah. and um yeah was just, the orphan shop still open it was yeah so that was a little problematic when we opened um and you know those there's like old stuff with those guys between because we were mission 23 and they were the, i was in mission 23 by this point but like they were cool like we bought stuff from them and like always kept it civil. Um, you know, moped drama, like wasn't good. It was not for <laughs> me. So, um, yeah, we're just open and candid about everything. And like, like there was enough business that like, I think both shops could maintain, but yeah, the city is so huge. Yeah. Like, compared like to most markets. Yeah. Like so. mopeds in Richmond be hard to support two shops. Yeah. If, if one, you know, alone. and we didn't come in like, trying to look with the intention of like doing anything we're gonna shut them down Never. other than surviving yeah. no we just we needed a space and i was like shit like this space is so big and it's a retail space yeah, like let's just do it, it pay for itself yeah let's just do it like we might as well like and um and try and you know so yeah we did it and then kind of the intention i had you know i wanted to sell apparel and helmets that like were cool and not you know stuff that i'd want to buy and then I was sourcing a lot of vintage stuff and always kind of had the idea in my mind that like, because people would come in from Manhattan and be like, Oh, these are so cool. Like, you know, or they would be French or Italian and be like, I remember I grew up with these things. So, and there was definitely a market cause there's so much production in New York to do prop styling and that kind of thing. So we started doing stuff with like a bunch of mag, like fashion magazines where we'd rent bikes to them for the day and, and helmets and like, that's cool shit too. That's it was good awesome. Payment, right? yeah, yeah, it was great. And it was also cool. Cause it's just like, you know, it's nice that like these people care enough about the aesthetic of it to like, want to put it as like the theme of their, you know, super high fashion shoot. But it was cool for us too, to be like, all right, this can exist as like a, a couple of different fronts. Yeah. You're not just it's like buying a classic car. Yeah. Like, you know, if, if you're into it and you respect it, like, and we're putting the amount of time and effort into like restoring these bikes to get them like reliable. Like, you should be compensated for it and it's new york so like we weren't ripping people off we're just pricing them fairly for us to like when i was trying to get a, a tomos dealer we did not make like money. basically a thousand bucks per bike to buy it shipped to the door yeah and then real retail for like 1200 bucks or if it so was that's like, what we sold them for is like 1200 yeah. bucks for a sprint at like the beginning and then Something like i think they i think yeah they're probably going for 1300 like for most of the time i was there yeah but like yeah i mean to ship them is expensive to keep them in stock was difficult so um which is a fucked up thing man it's like if you could just order a dump truck full yeah well we i mean we also like didn't have the space for it yeah, so no, we would order as many as we could thing but about new york like in richmond you could find an 
anywhere to oh, stash yeah. mopeds. Yeah, it's know? not like that. <laughs> I mean, we would bring them down to the basement, and then we eventually got more space out back. But, but yeah, long story short, like we did that, and then and Pete owns Tomas USA now. He's like importing these bikes, and um, which is awesome because it's like he like goes out to Slovenia and like goes to the factory and like finds like. I mean, yeah, just like a person who cares about it, like being the catalyst for like bringing these bikes into the U.S. is like the video is cool too. Like he does him YouTube yeah. and stuff, and like seeing the progression of oh like hearing about it from this your point, like yeah, at the very beginning to where it is now, especially since he split off, yeah, in Florida. And he's doing the e-bike thing, yeah, and like the new shops like thriving up there. Like it's awesome, they're, they're still slinging bikes. I think Dove and a couple other boys are up there. Yeah, I love it. I texted Dave a couple yeah, weeks what ago. What does it take to like? get the tooling to, to actually manufacture like a lot look, look at the money and the bullshit yeah. you know like it's incredible like and that's the hold up for mopeds in a lot of ways as far as like a epa shit right well that was what we got, they got hung up on that stuff oh and the other thing we would do is we would take them from the beginning when we got them is we would take them and take the headlight fairings off and put a bullet headlight on it and like take a lot of that stuff we would make them look a little bit cooler than Sleeker. yeah yeah because you know they had those style. big fairings and like we didn't like how that looked so we would Nobody do that with did. we would do that with every no one every liked bike. how that looked. <laughs> <laughs> we did it with every bike that came in. The only fairing like, that was like really, really cool, it's just a super simple square headlight. Like the old uh ST fairing or whatever, just like the super simple basic yeah. short fairing. Then you save all those stock fairings and you resell them later. We did. We put them <laughs> we, we sold them on our site and we sold them on eBay. And yeah. they like never sold, but um, and then I we had now. hundreds of square, <laughs> those plastic square headlights. Dude, I sell fucking side covers like it's going out of yeah. style. It's incredible. I'll, I'll get on like uh, Honda or, uh, you know, Tomo's Moped yeah. Army or whatever, like Facebook page. And I'm like, all right, side covers, 30 bucks each shipped. And they're like, bling, 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 oh, bling, really? bling, bling, yeah. bling. I'm like, what the fuck? We should have talked to you back shit? in the day because we had a lot of headlight fairings. Uh. Um <laughs> Were you still riding a lot back at this time? Yeah, we would do weekly rides that Pete would organize. and um, Yeah, we were doing week- weekly rides on Sundays. Um, and, yeah, having a rally every year. Did you much. notice like, an uptick in the community? Definitely. Um, I mean, I think we didn't get like a ton of new members. I feel like after I joined. I feel like Gian, John, um, D'Angelo, he's like came in after me because I, I came in like a little bit after cliffy so you in. blame john for the death of the growth of the club so it's official no, he's, now we all know where the blame lies damn no. ari casting shade up in this motherfucker he was in it he was in it like i think we're all when the club died it was like time to put it to bed um yeah it's uh, like who like it's difficult to find Either to carry the torch yourself, yeah, or like hope like fucking hell the next couple of guys that get in the club will love it enough, like you did at one time, to keep it going. I think it was just also like the changing of the guards in terms of like the people before, like the people from Pat's generation and like Ryan and the orphan guys and like I was definitely like a generation after. Th- oh yeah, you want a white claw? Uh, I'll take one. Yeah, sure. Okay. Like those guys, and then they were like a generation before me yeah. and then um the and then and then it was this is like bv before vests <laughs> nice. there's your sound bite yeah, it's a hit it's a hit 
Yeah, and two and two two zero zero eight BV. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, there was n- that was the thing though is there was no aesthetic related to mopeds like yeah. when I got into it. It was which is kind of cool. I like kind of preferred that, and that's honestly like when it started getting like like I don't know. It, it kind of turned me off. And, yeah. Yeah. I think we were just like, none of us were really about the, like wearing it, you know, we're just like riding and building the bikes and stuff and still having our own personal yeah. styles. But I don't know. But like, then you go to the West coast, like Alan's from LA and like, I think he was rocking a vest, but he would be rocking a vest. Like anyways, yeah. even if he didn't ride mopeds. So, um, yeah. And then I started, you know, fast. I, I did it for like three or four years as my like only job and um i was freelancing a little bit on the side early on and then towards the end of when i left but i got asked to start working freelance at a ad agency with a friend that i used to work with writing for captain morgan which is like a dream job like just writing jokes um for like twitter as like captain morgan (laughs) um so i did that uh for like a couple months and was just like oh man this is kind of like the shop was running itself at that point. Pete was holding it down. Stinky was working there every day. Dave was there every day. Sabat was like living there basically. There was just a bunch of dudes like always working on stuff. And I was just kind of the dude that ran the, um, you know, behind the scenes, like the mm. books and the site and like made sure all the bills were paid and all that stuff and people were getting paid. And then, so I could do it remotely and I did that and then went back full time, you know, after talking to Pete and being like, look, like you guys don't need me here day to day. Um, and then went from that agency to another agency, which is based on Richmond and then moved down to Richmond five years ago. It's been five years. Thank you, sir. He came in hot and was like, damn, we got Pete. We got Pete's fucking counterpart here, dude. Ari's in town. You're like, one thing, though. I was like, he's not in the mopeds anymore. <laughs> it's like, I was like, you're going to ride. It's going to be sick. And it's like, he's like, yeah, uh, Harleys. Yeah. <laughs> not just Harleys. I mean, yeah. I we had also. Yeah. seeing you at the, at the old yeah. frame. Yeah. 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 I, I met Corey right when I moved down here. Yeah. We we met you over there for something. I don't remember what yeah. it was. Maybe we were hanging out there or something. We we saw you. I remember when he was, you first moved to town. He was like one of my first friends here and like I like when he was opening the shop, I was kind of like talking to him about how we did it cuz it was the same sort of like you know, just like put as as much inventory as you can and and then just like wait yeah, and then sell it and then just yeah. put it right back in and just Hang like on. grow like that dude he did it the same way and he's killing it i yeah. love it it's just the most organic way to grow and um and but i'd still like you know i had i when i moved down here we brought like between we brought two motorcycles and like four or five mopeds down dude, with i remember us. that garage yeah he had a nice garage and yeah like carry town yeah i had the the Hobbit, which I still have, I gave it to my cousins in New York, but it's it with them and uh, got it running this past summer. Like after sitting for a while, runs great. Oh yeah. Uh, the yellow bike, you know, is, is still in town, and then ended up in my hand. Oh, and then I bought the a bike. Right now. Yeah, I bought a bike from <laughs> Thomas, like a Chromag, or yeah, and um, fixed that up, rebuilt it, just like you know. Your boy can still rebuild an E50, and <laughs> still still got the skills. Yeah, bought that bike from 
from you, and and. Oh, I that, fucked him on that moped. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was like a hundred bucks. That thing was like. I'm used to forget fine. about that. The only thing that people. sucked about it is that someone had spray painted it red, Not like. Me. It well, it's spray painted like the brake plates and stuff. So I spent uh, so much time like trying to scrub all the paint out, and I was like, "Fuck this!" I plastic dip the wheels. The, <laughs> I, I, the first time in my life I ever did a spray paint job on a moped was like a couple weeks ago. <laughs> the rims are so fucking rusty, but I at least wire brushed them, and I just painted the rims, and I kept it super tight to the spoke. This is just not painted the rim black. This is not something that you would ever do. Like, no. it, like the engine was the engine was painted red. Yeah. Yeah. All, red. All bad. That's and, like that uh, yeah. stolen edition. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Someone stole it. Yeah. Painted someone it real stole fast. my chow. That was like the best thing yeah. that ever. The best story at the moped shop is someone stole my chow from in front of my mom's house one day, and a week later brought it to the sh- had called oh. the shop when I was working and was like, do you sell tires for the Piaggio CIAO? Like he couldn't say chow. <laughs> and I was like, a chow? I was like, I was like, oh my God. I was like, this is definitely my bike. I was like, oh yeah, 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 we do. He's like, you sure? I was like, definitely. I was like, bring it on in. I'll, we'll take care of it. And he's like, how much is it? And I was 15 like, bucks. 20 bucks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You don't want to be like, give was, them the real I price. I was like, you know, man, I love those bikes so much. I was like, I'll do it for you for 10, you know, something. I was just like, get yeah. it over here. Dude, he walked in, it was spray painted, like so shitty. It was this like young kid. And I was like, oh man, I was like, you know, this like sucks so much. Took, took an acetone like, rag to it. You got an like, error. Uh, oh, we're good. I think, uh, fucking chow. So yeah, he was w- it nice when you had it? It was fine. I mean, it was shitty, but like I always Original made sure it, like paint ran wasn't well. like crazy. No, it was the blue. Like, but like you know, you didn't make things look nice. Like in New York, you just kept it like ratty looking. But I, I was like, oh man, I was like, it sucks that like you know this is my bike, and I was like, you brought you brought me like my, my bike, bike back to the only moped shop in New York City at that point. <laughs> and he's like, no nah, man, he's like, it's not your bike, and I was like. It without a doubt is. And I, he's like, he's like, no, nah, I got it. I bought it from a guy, and I was like, well, then the guy that you bought it from stole it. Like, I don't know how to tell you this, but like, there's no way you're leaving the shop with that moped. With my fucking moped, yeah. And That's yeah. A, it's always such a hard situation to deal with. Dude. Well, I'll tell you what made it easier. He's like, I got it like a month ago, and I was like, now nah, you're lying. I was like, got stolen last week, so I was like, you're not even telling me the truth. I was like, yeah. now you stole it. I was yeah. like, now you're the yeah. Guy. I don't give a fuck if if you bought it from a guy. I was like, now you're telling me that you bought you. it a month ago. I was like, now you're lying. I was like, I don't. I was like, you. I was like, look, I'm not getting the police involved. I was like, just leave. Like, cut your losses. Learn how to change a tire in the future. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, he, that, that's your lesson. You get the thief. <laughs> he rolled back with his not, whole fucking family. Oh great. Oh yeah. And um, sister was like pissed. And um. The da- Rightfully the da- so. You the dad stole was, his moped. The dad was like getting in my face and shit. And I was like, look, like, I'm like, I'm not, I wasn't. Getting- I'm not aggressive. Well, I was just like, look, like, cut your losses here. I was like, you don't want to. I was like, look, you have a camera on you this whole time. I'm like, look, your kid fucked up. I'm like, not calling the police. Like, this is just like an easy one for you to just like slap cut, cut your yeah. losses. And um, he's like, he's like, it's not stolen. He's like, call the cops and i was like i i really don't suggest doing that i was like it's did you have a report filed yeah and like did everything you have it? What, and, and mopeds are so like 
easy to tell if it's yours. It, it was like yeah. it had a. It, I had it registered. Yeah, just smell the seat. I was gonna say, it, did you have red, to have it? I had a registration. Oh yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, had a title for easy. it. Yeah, and um, go away. I'd be like, and, All right, cool. and then Stinky came out of the back and was just like. Get the fuck out of here. He's like, yo, bro, like it's it's his bike. He's like, look, you brought it back to the mo- owner of the moped shop. Like, <laughs> you stole the moped of the owner of the moped shop and then you brought it to his store. And you I was like, idiot. I agree. Like, we're gonna get black flagged down here. Dude, it's so funny. Cause they were trying to be like, Yeah, it's racist, like, you know, it's cause he's a kid, like all the shit. And Stinky's like, nah. He's like, You're just an idiot. You brought it to the fucking store. And I was like, Thank you. I'm like, it's so this easy. This is the dumbest shit ever. I'm it's like, it's so easy to have just walked away. Uh, I'm like, dude, I'm giving you the chance to just like leave and just be like, you know. And the parents, you know, like they they probably didn't know any better. They they were, you know. Well, it's funny. In their defense, then, like if I was a parent, you defend your your kid no matter what. You right. Know? Well, I went uh, to my mom's house like maybe like a week or two later, and um, I there was like a restaurant that had outside seating like at the corner of her block. And um, we were sitting there eating dinner, and I, the family like rolled through in their car, and I was like, "That's the whole family that like from the kid that stole the moped, like with the kid in the in the minivan." <laughs> and then I watched them like park on her block, like they fucking uh, lived right there. Good lord! <laughs> Jeez. It was like, and, and I was sitting there with my moms, and then I saw my actual child ride by, and I was like, "Oh wait, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that wasn't Dude, my child." <laughs> she lived right, and she like lived right next to the Barclays Center. It was like the most very open area, like really ballsy place to steal a bike so yeah that was a fun one <laughs> and that's why we're in advertising that one experience that's, scarred that's me okay. yeah yeah well, you don't have to be smart to be a thief i guess yeah. dude it's so funny dude were you, were you doing a lot of traveling back then because i know like yeah. the rally scene was wasn't as crazy split. as it is now like, no it wasn't we, we did we came down my first time in richmond was for hell satan's rally um which one uh, Southbound and drowned. Yeah, I think that was it. Yeah, it was. They had the thing at the bird, um, where they showed. I think it was the True Life like producer did it, where they had like the whole story about the guy, like tagging or I forget what it was, but you know I the Terribles. Sh- yeah, we saw. Yeah, that. yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I think was, we were there. That's the yeah, first time. That. Pap sponsored that too because there was all this Pap stuff. Like they promo stuff. Yeah, they, and stuff. Yeah, Satan's yeah. had crazy like, Dude, PBR backing for everything they did. And at the they bird, they rented out the entire yeah. bird like for that. It was sick. We rolled in that night, stayed with Mark Restivo, who lived up here on Lancaster, who I both worked with when I moved here and currently work with because uh, he's an animator. And um, he put us up, and we had such a good time in Richmond. I was like, man, this is awesome. And then I ended up moving when Richmond's I moved here like a block sick. away. Yeah, I love this place. Yeah. It's, it's, it's like city. not great, but not bad. That's either. pretty awesome here. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. I love it. I think that's the first time we met like Sharon Moon. And, oh yeah. Like there was a house party like a couple blocks away from the bird. Yeah. Like, I don't even know if we were on mopeds for that, but Thomas and I showed up at that party, and I felt totally yeah. out of place. Yeah, I was <laughs> like, oh, same. Okay. I can't remember the guy. <laughs> I always so call him one of the on. most handsome moped dudes. It's got like the. It was more of a skateboarder than moped. Right? Like crazy gray hair, like older dude back in the day. He was older than all of us. Who, he was Travis? Our age. Not Travis. It was another guy. Super tight gray hair. And I cannot remember his name. I can the see best his looking face. fucking skateboarder. Huh. He's, he's mo- mostly in the skate scene, not in the moped scene, but he was hanging out there. Yeah. And that's like one of my favorite memories, just sitting around bullshitting with that guy. He was like one of my skateboard idols. I thought he was the coolest motherfucker ever. Yeah. I cannot remember his name now for nothing. 
Th- those dudes are cool. they're still around most of them oh yeah i see them once in a while yeah. they're still cool i still catch still them on cool. instagram like doing cool shit they, they were in here a couple months ago they did an episode oh they did yeah, travis and pat the nicest dudes too yeah. they're just like oh yeah. yeah it was all good and travis was like i'm getting arrested tonight oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and sure then, shit sure as shit did? he got yeah. arrested it <laughs> was it was uh they were at the black live whoops Black Lives Matter. Uh, Riding around in this fucking Mar- hearse. Marcus Davis Petter. He has a hearse? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Riding around his hearse and he got pulled up for something and they were basically saying it was his like... His music was too loud, I Music think. was too loud so they stopped mm. and, you know, just... Bullshit. What a shitty thing to get arrested for. <laughs> yeah. Busted. Uh, in a hearse. Like, sorry, man. We're going to tow this hearse. That's like uh, the moped of cars, though. Yeah. What were some other places you guys hit? We did... Um, went up to Boston... Um, Rhode Island, because that was starting to pop off. Like with oh, yeah, Aaron, metal ponies. yeah, the yeah metal ponies was worked. one of my favorite clothes. I was like, yeah. dude, the metal ponies is a sick ass fucking moped yeah. club name. <laughs> Those guys are awesome. Um, and like, yeah, Aaron was working at the moped shop. Was coming down from Providence like every week, t- and like, either living with me or living. Yeah, he was living with me. Um, I was like, <laughs> or, I was or. the entire time. Um, and uh, where else did we go? We went to kentucky to um what was it louisville yeah yeah i was gonna say whiskey dick but that's uh wasn't whiskey business yeah they used to have whiskey business was their rally well there's a scooter rally called whiskey Whiskey dick Dick. they were there this weekend yeah pennsylvania yeah yeah went out there went out to California a couple times to San Francisco, but oh, never for rallies. Fly, I was like, damn, it's like hit the flying rally. Well, <laughs> is that something I haven't done is done the flying rallies really, other than uh, what was that? Uh, where the hell is your club? Denver. That's uh, the yeah. one I flew into. Yeah, I flew like half and half. You didn't half fly out. <laughs> but also, like in New York, like nobody has cars. So yeah. uh, I flew to Chicago for that rally just because it was like, if you know far enough in advance, it's like just easier. Yeah. Um, but no, Pete would drive down with the van and all the bikes and then we'd just get there or whatever, which way. <laughs> but I drove down here, I borrowed my mom's car to drive to the Richmond rally. That's that. And, uh, the Classic. Prius. <laughs> the Prius. It's and, like, fuck a riddle, mom, let me get that car. And I drove, I drove down with like, with Nicole Dreyfus, who's like from LA. And, uh, Bella was here, who, Bella Weinstein, who was in, the um, Creatures, lives in Richmond now. Um, oh, we got a creature in Richmond. Oh yeah, no shit. Was that the one oh, that well, someone had like a Buell or some motor- motorcycle yeah, that was in uh, the Creatures and like, yeah. lived in the fan? No, I'm they like, live in Churchill. I know she, someone lived in the fan and they had a creature sticker on a motorcycle. I, I ride like by I've one and I was like, yo, why is there a creature sticker that. on this random <laughs> yeah. motorcycle in the city from I somewhere I've that. never met before? Oh man, we can call Angel and let her know that <laughs> yeah. creatures have infiltrated. Dude, there were so <laughs> many creatures. That was like the biggest. Yeah, back then. Yeah, went to a few rallies, but it would just go and travel because that was like the best thing was just knowing people. Like when I went to San Francisco, I didn't, it wasn't for a rally, but like linked up, like Angel let me borrow her bike and I forget if she was living with Alan, um, but if not, they lived very close and then, yeah. Yeah, just getting the fuck out of town sometimes yeah. and with no plan, it's the best. That was a shit. Yeah. No real plan. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I went to visit choke in la those guys are cool 
I don't think I wrote it then, but I like wake up in the morning somewhere and they're like, oh, "What do you want to do?" I'm like, "I don't know, coffee." Let's just yeah. go to some <laughs> shithole. Let's get some coffee. And sit on the sidewalk, man. I I'd don't still like to anything. get out just to see like all like the shops that are still like surviving and really doing it. Like yeah, like Will's Seattle shop still, right? is like sick. Will still has moped in Chicago, right? Yeah, they they moved. I think they got a new location. Yeah, he's a good dude. I like Will a lot. He and like talk about like doing it high end. Like that dude has the best taste. Like just his own style and like made that shop. He's also like a finishing carpenter, so yeah. like everything was immaculate. Dude, but. I remember like so when I did go Every to second, just real square. Yeah, it's like it's, <laughs> when I went to see second uh, second stroke. It was like I walk in, I'm like, oh, I forgot you guys uh, copied moped. Because <laughs> they did like that, they yeah. did that remodel that hung all the we bikes consulted on the wall. When, when before. <laughs> Painted no, it white. I we, was like, oh, I see what's going on here. <laughs> I feel like we helped Will like, with a lot of stuff. Like I would talk to him on the phone when he was opening the place up, and Mike Beery was working there. It was just yeah. the two of them, and lost and his it, fingers and everything. Dude, Pete lost his finger. I think like a year that to the day that Mike Beery lost the same finger. Damn. That was the craziest I didn't thing. know Pete lost the finger. And I was standing as close as I am. What happened? Right what happened? Adjusting a brake cable next to a fucking idling bike. Yeah. A customer. Did it of, get reattached? So he cut him like, it, it went like this. Like a, a tip, a tip. Well, this one was gone, is gone. Yeah? Yeah. The whole fingernail section. I've seen him recently. What? I didn't oh, know he was missing but fingers. But his, his two... His two, uh, that, his two other ones are like that, yeah. Ugh. But um, now we put we put all three. Uh, I don't want to talk about mine. It. Isn't ah! because of mopeds. Though. Put the ah! fingertips in a jar in, a, in, in my iced coffee cup. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> milk is supposed to be milk. No, that's your tooth. <laughs> and then Still. I called nine one one, but it was like because it was. It was fucking. It's bad. New York. They're like, you did what, dumbass? Well, we lived like the shop was like very close to. A really terrible hospital. <laughs> the worst hospital. A really terrible hospital is better than no hospital, I'm, maybe. It's the one. I don't know. Yeah. For any of you listening in New York, don't go to like Wyckoff Heights Medical Center or, or uh, I forget which if one. If it says center instead of hospital, it's, it's on the corner of Broadway and, and, and Flushing Ave. It's like in Richmond. Don't go to Richmond Community Hospital. <laughs> there was a kid strapped down next to him because we were in like triage for like hours and hours. Damn. There was a kid that was just bugging out like next to him, just like strapped down to the bed. And I was oh, like, God. oh, this is the worst place on earth. And I'm going to call 911 out of the hospital to another hospital. Dude, I'm not sure that she was bleeding so fucking bad, too. It, I don't think it was that bad. It was just, I think he immediately went, put it, you know, like grabbed it and was just like i cut my fingers up yeah it was, <laughs> oh, God. It was bad it was bad it was like, very traumatic like he's I, like hey guys i cut my fingers up. uh well it was in front of a customer it was a customer's mm-hmm. bike and it was like we had basically closed so like the gate was half down and he was doing it on the sidewalk and then he's like oh fuck and then we just i locked I the shop up, i had ordered food too and the food was on the way. And, uh, do, do I stay here wait for my no, food the, or well, I get the, the hospital? I didn't even remember. So <laughs> we were in the emergency room and the, the delivery guy's like, I got your food. And I was like, hey, I was like, there's an emergency. I'm at the hospital. I was like, you can just like can't, give the food away, like cancel it, whatever. I'd already paid for it. And I was like, just give it away to somebody. And he's like, where, where are you? And I was like, I'm at the hospital. And he's like, he like didn't understand. <laughs> he showed up to the fucking hospital. Oh my god! He called me. He's like, I'm at the hospital. I was like, How did you know which one? It was like very close. And I literally had a bag of like takeout with me in the ER for like six hours. Ugh. And 
this. They were like, you can't have that here. I was like, I don't know. Like, look, I don't know what to do. I'll throw it out. I'll throw it out. They're like, don't throw it out in there. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. I'm going to eat it real fast. I'm like on the phone with his parents. Like, oh, so bad. Fuck. And then Mike Beard did the exact same thing. I think the same way, like. On a on a ZA fifty, like, I thought his was like in a magneto or something. I think it was, was a with chain. a chain. Yeah, yeah. definitely through a chain through a sprocket. Mm-hmm. That's how oh. Pete did it. I was he working still on my bike the other day. Finger in a jar. Oh, oh, dude! Sean took a shot of his finger at at the Chicago <laughs> rally. Yeah, you take the finger, Beast's finger, and throw in the shot glass. They still, have, so they still had the fingers. Mike Berry's Mike fingers Beer in the freezer. I the love freezer. Mike Berry so much. He's the only dude I know that would like. I'd be like, that's okay. It's Mike Berry. They pulled him out. They put they put his little fingertip in the shot glass. Oh. Sean took the shots, swished it around, oh my God. swallowed, and pulled the fingertip back oh. out. That's even worse. See, that's why I'm not into mopeds anymore. I just want to fucking be around people that do that type of shit. To I'm this day, when I, when I was working it. on my maxi the other day, I had to pull, like that bike was idling, and I was putting the you know like the air filter on the maxi and like clipping the brake cable in. I was just like real extremely <laughs> slow and meticulously cautious. Kids, it's funny how cautious. And the thing was moving crazy slow, and I was pro like, I was that, that, myself. That bike was going was like idling. It yeah. wasn't fast. So pro like, tuner tip. Yeah. Uh, Turn it off. Turn off the bikes <laughs> when doing anything near the chain. I am so Disconnect cautious about doing. There's so many times that I've like almost gotten so fucked up. And there's times I've gotten fucked up doing dumb shit. Or sometimes you got fucked up. Or sometimes yeah. we used to hang bikes from a winch on the top level of this like barn that we built in the back to like because I would do all the epoxy stuff for the tanks. So with like step throughs, we'd hang the bike by its wheels upside down and like. To, and basically, like, hold it. You'd lower it really close to the ground and, like, hold it on its side and, like, and rest it on stuff. It and spin it. Yeah. yeah. Um, that thing was... There's no reason why anyone should have been standing under a fucking moped connected to that thing. It was so <laughs> sketchy. <laughs> and, um, I think it eventually broke. I don't know. Pete made the mount for it. It was good for a while, but it was like a Harbor Freight winch, like, for a Jeep or something. <laughs> sketchy trailer I, some trailer winch technology that was like when besnick was entering the scene and like dumb shit was like the norm <laughs> and i was getting older and getting less accommodating of but you're still younger than all of us <laughs> yeah. yeah me yeah wait you're uh, younger than all of us really? i don't know how old yeah. are you what i'm gonna you be say? 36 said, on tuesday he said okay. he was born in 85 so i'm 40 are you mm-hmm. you look not a day over 26. I'm barely good. I'm 37. You want to so like, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm the same age as Jason. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm right. a little older. Come I was on. just trying to say it like you're fucking young, dude. Like you're some baby. But he's still, <laughs> no, but he's still younger than us and he's been in the scene longer than us. Yeah. Not longer yeah. than me. Has, <laughs> he has. I have no idea. Yeah. He's been in the scene longer than us. It's 2008. I, uh, it's like 2009. I like started getting into it. So, like, because I, I moved to New York in 2008, and, like... and We started our club in, what, 2012, technically? technically so, like, I'm probably started. about the same when I started, like, getting yeah. into mopeds, but I didn't, and in the same boat. I didn't know anybody, didn't even know what a moped was. I was yeah. just buying them for fun, and then, like, Craigslist was interesting, so I'd sell them, and, like, wow, I made fucking 150 bucks off of yeah. nothing. That's you what know? we opened the shop off of, like, we were just, like... Wait, we can go to Jersey or Connecticut or whatever. Pete had a van. Buy fifty dollar mopeds and we sell do. them for a hundred. Yeah, and there was like the moped warehouse over in Jersey. Yeah, and we—he's here now, right? I don't know. I remember like some shit went down, where like some password shit, 
right? Do you guys remember that? No. That like I don't even know this warehouse. It was it was just like a parts warehouse like in Jersey and he had a ton of bikes too, but something went down, some sketchy shit on with that and Moped Army. I don't remember. Was uh, this the Jersey warehouse that was technically part of 77? No. No, no. Cuz didn't 77 was I don't Dan think was it. complaining about he had like a uh it was a New York shop or a Jersey shop that he was a part of. He's like, oh, man, I got all these people there robbing me here. No idea, dude. Um, yeah. No comment on that. Either. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Dan was always cool as shit to us. Dan was um, always really cool to me. Yeah, yeah. Super nice dude. I and like to like, bust his balls, but he's always yeah. nice. And, yeah. I was a moderator on my pit army for a while, too. Oh, I'm man. Ooh, ooh. Check, check that mark. Was, that was funny. Psst, don't touch Ari. Yeah, no, Ari's, like, Ari's got a blue check mark with his my pit army. Because you know what it was? Is I was moderating stuff at work for, like, in advert- like the brands I was working for. So mm-hmm. I was just like, oh, I'm doing this for work anyways. Like, and there was, like, such bad shit. There was no moderators. It was just Simon when we started. So we were, like, offered because there was just so much bad shit on there that it was, like, yeah, someone needs to know when to like close the thread. <laughs> Free for all, dude. Yeah, <laughs> but there was like six of us. I think, Wrong. I think Mike was Forum. one. Fuck face. <laughs> oh, Charlie. Charlie was one. Is he one now? I don't, dude. The last time I Charlie went on Moped Army. Charlie oh. Buzzard. Charlie Buzzard. Yeah, yeah I think he's, oh, okay. he's probably yeah. one now still. I think Jenny Peters. And he one. should be one because he's on the internet enough and like. Yeah. For sure, and yeah. he's got a good head on his shoulders. Yeah, he can yeah. like he's read through bullshit and let like a lot of stuff fly, but then when it gets too deep, yeah. cash out. I mean, he and I met him and Calvin because they came to a rally of ours in New York. And Calvin's the, a beautiful man. They're both awesome <laughs> dudes, and they they both showed up like first, and I think like maybe in the night before, and we partied with them, and we're just like these guys are cool as shit. Yeah, yeah, um, they're amazing. Yeah, now he's like running like a fingerboard company or something. <laughs> yeah, it's like made us like it looks like this. They're like very polished. Yeah, that's a skateboard. Is it? Yeah, yeah. yeah those are all Oh, skateboards. nice. Yeah. That's cool. From uh, <laughs> our friend Dewey. Dewey, Dewey Martin from uh, Bad awesome. Breed Moped Club. Grr. Grr. I mean, it seems a little small to be a skateboard. <laughs> yeah, all of these. Yeah, he that's made awesome. all these for us. They're these pretty ones. sick. We that's love so them. cool. I think he's, I, like I don't know if he's still selling them or not, but he was like building them and selling them for a minute. Yeah, check him out on Instagram. I will. Those ones take a lot of work. He doesn't want to sell those ones. I was going to anymore. say, because this is just stacking like a bunch of different seven plies together, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's incredible. <laughs> but, and I've seen, because I thought like, I've seen people, because I, I got super into epoxy from coating the tanks with Caswell. That's like how I got into like a lot of the art that I'm doing now is like from that the, sketchy winch scenario. <laughs> yeah. Well, just being like the only dude that wants to do it, because it'd be like, every bike when we discovered that caswell was just like uh that was a preferred method the fucking answer like fuck cream fuck poor 15 yeah i said it (laughs) (laughs) fuck Fuck poor 15 what cream i like come at me i like the uh the eastwood sealer a lot i never use it's easy i've used that clear coat the two-part it's the it's just like a white milky like glue basically you pour in the tank but it comes know. It sounds like, like cream it looks like cream it, so yeah. but it's not <laughs> might as well be cream why, you, if, the only you, thing if I didn't, you get caswell like why would you try anything else the, just, the cream was just not thick enough it didn't have enough viscosity to like coat good I just don't and trust other anything. shit is too much yeah if it's like not the, a two-part epoxy though how do you is it really gonna dry the fucking pour 15 i used last time for tank sealer did a damn good job it did t- i let it dry though i didn't like fuck around i, yeah. I like you also know what you yeah and coated it real good but i liked it because after you put a nice coating on it and poured the excess out it almost like foamed up a little bit that's cool and created a nice coating which is held up good so far it's yeah. still in the tank with fuel at the house and i haven't any problems with it it's the best 
It's Weren't the best thing you can do to your mouth. I haven't tried the cash well though. <laughs> Weren't you saying that you were taking gallon tanks and turning them into half gallon tanks? Well, I mean, when you get a when you get a when, <laughs> when you look on all the epo- epoxy settles in the bottom. In a step through, you can only get so much rust out. You know what I mean? And then like it collects in the top part when you flip it upside down. So like you're going, you're getting what you can out. You know, with uh, acid or whatever, or just like pressure. We use a pressure washer a lot, but like you need it to bond to something. So you want it rusty or else the, the epoxy won't cling to anything. So, um, but yeah, if they were really bad, like, like the yellow maxi, that shit was like caked up. Like I tried to get as much as I could out, but like the sludge over the years was just so thick that like, even after blasting it a bunch of times and doing acid and etching it and you're not going to get down to that wall. So you just dry it the fuck out and then let the epoxy coat to that. Also, so yeah, your 0.6 gallon maxi tank now holds <laughs> 0.4. Like, dude, this shit doesn't hold any gas. The only thing I found <laughs> that takes like old varnish off the side of the tank yeah. is fresh gasoline. Yeah. Which is recently learned, actually, because I would always be like, oh, acetone, lacquer thinner, yeah. all this other shit, acid. I would use like muriatic acid and water and soap and yeah. purple power. Nothing would fucking touch it. But if I let it soak in just straight gasoline for a minute, it'll start to reabsorb or like liquefy that old like brown gluey varnish. It's the that's what uh you know. And then I do the same thing: power wash it out, acid etch it, and then coat it. Yeah, I love doing tanks. Like it's such a satisfying thing to like finish one. Guys, we're gonna get Ari back in moped. I did a couple tanks. Fixing tanks. I think (laughs) I'll do tanks. I I I did a couple tanks for. I think I did Sal's tank. Um. And someone else. People used to mail them, and I'd be like, "Yeah, I'll just do it." And I would take them and strap them to my dad's tractor, and ranchers strap them to the tractor, yeah, and jack one side of it up, and oh, just yeah. let it idle. You and can I think do it would just sit there and run and coat the tank for like two, three hours, yeah. and it burns no fuel idling. Yeah, if you can get like electric motor that'll just like like a wheel, wait, just and ratchet it would strap spin it? it. Yeah, because the wheel <laughs> oh, spins. So- you can just ratchet strap to the side yeah. of it. So we would take rocks and put it in the gas tank or whatever, like nuts and bolts, something we can fish out. Yeah. And close the cap with like vinegar and water or whatever we get to clean the tank out. And just fire the tractor up, jack up one side of it, and let it run. And That's it's smart. a huge fucking tractor wheel. Right. Ratchet strap the tank to it and just let it idle and sit there and just spin the tank. We go eat lunch and go out and run our errands for the day. Yeah. We come back to the tractor and maybe it burned, you know. A quarter of a gallon. You're, you're working trying to put on redneck tricks, bro. Yeah. <laughs> it's so easy. We don't all got tractors, Thomas. Listen up, all you kids in New York City. <laughs> Go get a tractor. But it's the same principle. If you can figure out a creative way to like, has a get a high torque, low motor. Like, I mean, a garage door opener motor. Yeah, we didn't have those readily either. available. <laughs> we, uh, no, we had the most space. I feel like one could have in New York City. We just got so lucky. You got to jack space. up your Prius to tea shop now. By the way. No, is it? Yeah, I believe so. Nice. Um, yeah, that apartment was like so golf, shitty. Golf tees? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just pitch them onto the train. That My bedroom window was uh, like eight feet from the train, the overhead train. And they were scouting for a movie that was basically like looking for like a really shitty apartment. And the location scout, because my roommate was, or no, Peter didn't live with us then. But um, they came by. And the guy's like, no, this is too shitty. <laughs> <laughs> terrible. I was like, fair enough. Yeah, and then is before that like we the mo- winning moment? You're like, yeah. <laughs> I was like, got to get out of this apartment. <laughs> move around the corner to another one. That, paying too much that, John Pater lived with us, and he's a, he's a good-ass dude, too. 
I don't know who that is. John Pater. He's like, um, he's friends with Dave, and he's still in the mopeds. I, I think don't he, he's an up, the in Upjet. That you've named. He's an Upjet dude. Upjet. Yeah. <laughs> they're they're oh, all. Vault. Yeah. They're still gang. They went all electric. <laughs> up vault in the e-bike club. So I just went to the bathroom and I noticed that there's a bike in the house. Yeah. What did you bring over here, Ari? Oh yeah, I brought over a Super Seventy Three, um, oh. which is an electric. Couldn't afford a Super Seventy Four. <laughs> Yo, you know what you need is the Pornhub intro. <laughs> I mean, I, I imagine that's what just, it sounds like. The only Pornhub <laughs> intro I know is the advertisement. Oh my gosh! Speaking of Pornhub, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna digress a little bit. So we just got a new program at work for um um fuck porn. Um, no, yeah. not porn. But you didn't like, know she, that's what she does for a living? Internet security and shit. And mm-hmm. so it's like blocking different sites and stuff like that. And I hadn't had it like turned on yet, but I had it installed on all the computers. And my boss was like, I'm having trouble like trying to download these like football tickets. And he was like, I wonder <laughs> if it's this new program. So he was talking to the other boss, their brother's. He's like, let me go to Pornhub.com. And he's like, it doesn't even block it. And then, so my other boss was like, you better tell Ashley you went to Pornhub.com as a joke because she's going to see that you went to that site now. <laughs> and and my my other boss was like, I don't even know what Pornhub.com is. He told me about yeah. it. Yeah, right. And I was like, okay. <laughs> okay. I was trying to hold like, back he, my giggles. He's like, you should have been like, oh, did you make a mistake and, and screw your typing up? You meant, like, to, you meant to type in heavyr.com? Yeah. Oh I'm more an X2 oh my man gosh. myself. <laughs> yeah, red, red hamster. Or, uh... Sorry. I had to tell a story I thought was funny. No, that's funny. <laughs> that's funny. I was in a meeting one time at, like my, at an ad agency with a technology company and in a meeting full of you know people wearing suits and the guy was showing off that they had done like Pepsi's website and he hit P. And it's uh, on the big screen and yeah, like all his, his search history is like a bunch of Pornhub shit. And my coworker and I just looked at each other from across the table because he fixed it fast. But like, oh my God, it was one of the best it. moments of my life. Yeah. I'm like, man, you know you're going to be plugging this shit into a fucking projector and like being in front of your clients. I'm like, you need to clear your browser. You gotta, you gotta incognito those, mode. You got to like, open those tabs early. Exactly. You got to be man, prepared. Yeah. On your work machine. Come on. I think we still ended up working with them. We're just like this guy's for real. Yeah, no, he's real. No, he's down to earth. I had a mechanic roll up the other he day. He won't snitch on you about something. Fucking drop a dirty joke on me at work, and I was like, "What the fuck?" You know. So he dropped the joke. He says, "You know the worst thing about fingering your sister is finding your father's wedding ring." And then he just walks the fuck away. And I was oh like, my god! What the fuck, man? <laughs> This is the world I live in at work. I don't, I don't have those kind of situations. I better than him sticking around and like waiting for your Phil, reaction. No, no. He, didn't, he, just, he just he just walked up. He's like, how you doing, man? Like, you know, you having a good day? I listened to, you know, and told the joke and walked the fuck away. And I'm just like, this is the mechanic joke world we live in. Yeah. At least I got the guy Shocked at work off. who's just like, you, 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 you want to hear something inappropriate? And I'm like, no. <laughs> Billy <Billy-Mass. laughs> like, like he asked me first. Yeah. He's like, that's why I asked. <laughs> I'm like, I'm, I'm out. Hard, no, out. Hard, hard pass. <laughs> You're going to do friendly. You're going to do comfortable. <laughs> Man, you I guys, feel like... Do you ever get the random uh, Facebook messages from, like, friends on Facebook you're not really friends with that are, like, 
dirty jokes or like dirty videos or something or like no 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 not at all Never. the most annoying because it's some shit i could give two fucks less about hmm. i want to say the worst just for an example like Dewey just Martin. for an example he oh, hasn't God. done this he hasn't done this particularly but like we're friends then don't we know each other his name. <laughs> but can you imagine <laughs> so make up a Dewey name Martin's gonna be the <laughs> most yeah. inappropriate video ever we have, we have a relationship and all, all of a sudden he's like oh check out this Big titty girl flopping boobs around. It's like he did not do that. Right? Though. No, he did not. He's gonna be driving <laughs> like, his kids to school, and they're gonna be like completely you, you fucking just random. John Smith. John Smith. John Smith. Some John Doe. Yeah, yeah. yeah, but just completely fucking random. Like seriously, motherfucker. Like Herve I mean, Evert. We talk once in a while, but we're not. This thing's. This trash. is the error that I always get. Yeah, the things. Overload. Yeah, I'm I not don't worry about it. I don't get inappropriate I, stuff. Yeah, I don't I want that. You don't shit. live that lifestyle, Ashley. The I think past, it stopped rolling. The, it hasn't happened in two weeks, but for two weeks straight. Oh, you got it on there. I was getting called from jail. Oh, Someone in the Cum- Cumberland, Sussex, Pumunky? Sussex. The Sussex County Jail was calling me. Which one of your boyfriends are calling you from jail? Four times a day. Four times a day. And I was like, I called the jail and I was like, can you please What do they want? Out? I don't know because I wouldn't answer. She won't answer, answer it. I wouldn't That's answer what, I'm like, it. answer the fucking phone. Find out what no, they want. Yeah. I don't know anyone in jail. No one that I know is missing. <laughs> I would have answered that shit. That, well, you don't and, know yet. And, <laughs> you and might then, know someone in jail. I was like, he's in jail, though. He's in jail. You might already how be married. You, <laughs> you just wanted a PayPal. I mean, how, a pen pal. <laughs> how do you not know who your inmates are calling? He's calling me four times. Don't you have to like put in your inmate number when you like make a phone call or something? It's like. Are you telling me the oversight at this prison is not? <laughs> it's not terrible. Sussex. Surprise! Prison is the worst. Yeah, so if you want to reach, <laughs> if you're in jail and you want to reach Ashley, just kill 804 638 I've been keistering these balloons for four weeks and now. It, please it, answer the phone. I just Sussex, want to hear a soft woman's voice. It's Sussex County 1 and 2. What if he's a listener? That's no. what it is. Yeah. Can you listen to their podcast in jail? Yes. I don't know. Yeah, they got phones. They got, they're on I don't TikTok know. Stop shit. calling me. <laughs> Yeah, they're fucking, they're fucking boofing podcasts like radios up in the jail. Better show up, better show up on, on point with that paperwork. He's got a zoom up his ass. No, some dude's like uh, like squirreling away a damn uh, uh, USB stick, whatever the hell they, they call those things. Yeah, he can Ooh. tell when you upload an episode because it vibrates in his asshole. Yeah. I used to, dude, so my old job, I used to love his listening. His eyes light up and his all his friends know he got an iPhone. I used to love listening to like prison podcasts on my like love it. at my other job, dude, and just listen and talk about like, yeah, like my fucking phone meal, like he had to he had to stuff keister that thing the way I wanted it done. <laughs> What's that what? mean? <laughs> Not up your ass? <laughs> no, like the way it was wrapped and protected. It's oh. like I don't want my phone smelling like shit. Fair so enough. you better do it the way I want it done. Oh, his phone mule, so someone yeah. else would hold his phone for him. Yeah, it'd be like phone, it'd be wrapped, it'd be like like Deodorize or something and wrapped again. Like it was like all sorts Deodorized of shit. Deodorize like first again. all up in your secret <laughs> pocket. Is Arm and Hammer baking soda? None of that store brand shit. He's like, has to be Arm and Hammer. Like, I don't, I don't be like tied. that. All, that that just synthetic lube on my phone when I get it out. I we want pay, it all natural. We pay, we pay good money for a for, like, for a meal up in here of ass storage. You come out of jail, you got one six skill. Yeah, what is it called? <laughs> What's the price for storing a phone in your ass for like? Uh-huh. The day. I don't know. 
I mean, they're just getting smaller and smaller. I gotta get on. We gotta get on this fucking hostel. We we can start marketing new business. But that's some good margins. He's got a a flip like a Nextel, like (laughs) chirp. No, the new smartphone. The new like uh, like full screen smartphone folds right up. Yeah, the the book one. Aaron Fowler has that stupid little phone that's like this big. Really? It's a fucking legit like touchscreen smartphone, but it's. This big. That's yes. kind of cool. That's perfect. Sounds silly. Jail cell yeah. phone. I don't it's, even use a phone. I only use my Apple Watch. It's Palm Pilot. <laughs> well, way easier to store an Apple Watch. Without the straps. Perfect. <laughs> if given the option, I would. I mean, you can, want the watch. You could hire any twink to do that. At that point. You don't even need like you know somebody. Like oh, Thomas, <laughs> you. I was about to say it. I had beer in my you mouth. Need, uh, like on Jesus and Mero, they have the problematic light. It's just, a, it's just a, a red alert. Like, <laughs> Thirty second cut out. Yeah. Warning. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody says fuck too many times. It's yeah. Dude. Sorry. So, I didn't mean to fucking bring it down. I'm sorry. Back to no, you're good. Back to really mopeds as, as we slowly reel it back in. in the yeah. What do you have for mopeds now? Currently, you've got. I gave, you said you just bought my cousin's Sears Allstate. Yeah, well, yeah, that's a yeah. The scooter. I picked up a scooter. Um, cause I've always kind of been looking for a chow, like another chow. Mm. It's like the only moped I'd really, you know, if I found something like sweet, like that I really wanted, which is basically just a, a chow, um, <laughs> then I, I would pick one up and, and do that. But yeah, I gave my cousins, I have twin 19 year old cousins who live up in New York, but are they hot? They're boys. Uh, <laughs> it doesn't yeah, matter. Are they hot? I don't care. <laughs> yeah, they're like, yeah, they're, they're both very handsome. Good looking dudes. Hell yeah. But they, they definitely... They both work because um, they live in Long Island uh, in the summers. I don't think they, they make two seater chows. Well, they don't have a chow. They have the they have the Hobbit, oh. and they have the bike that I got from you that I rebuilt. And oh, they still you still have that thing around? Yeah, somewhere I, I, in I the built world? it for them. That's crazy. And uh, yeah, because when I did that, it was a, f- That's a long couple time years ago. ago. Huh? Three years ago. Me. Yeah, and they were like, it was perfect because they can ride it. They both are uh, boat captains for like this local marina place where you can rent a boat for the day and go water skiing and tubing and all that stuff. So all their buddies like out there, like riding little bikes and yeah, they love it. And it got my cousin Nick's like super interested in mopeds. So That's tight. they That's got sick. both of those bikes and I'm like, yeah, they, they ride them and have a good time. And you can be birthed in a new New York club, dude. And, and I, <laughs> I was like, thing is, like, I was like look, just don't, don't sell these bikes. Like, you know, these are for you guys to ride. Like if you ever don't want them, just let me know and I'll take them back. But like, I knew that they'd appreciate them. So, yeah, did those are the only two mopeds. I mean, I guess I don't really have, but I have. And I go out there, you know, a couple times a year. But, so you're looking for chow? Yeah, I'll take a chow if someone has a sweet chow. I'm looking for, like, a stalker, like a clean yeah, stalker. same. I've got a chow already. Oh, shit. <laughs> it's a ripper. Is it's it? a ripper. Yeah. So the big yeah. Simonini fucking... Yeah, that thing's obnoxious. <laughs> I hate riding it. What is it? Oversized pipe. It's close enough. Got the mom- no, it's got a Simonini pipe on it. It's yeah. got a Simonini oh, pipe the with pipe. the uh, Molos- is it Molossi, the Molossi cases kit, the DEPS kit. It's- I think I did that to the Chow that I had, too. I put the race gears in it. I got it to have, did a pedal extension and then, like, had the kickstand working still. Yeah. So I like really low-key looking bikes, like, not You should have ride big. my one Vespa. Yeah, it'll fuck your head up. Man. Is that what you call what? Do, what fast. do you call it? Is the it? mongoose. Yeah, the mongoose. <laughs> Dude, the, the, the Hobbit scares the shit out of me. I was like, because that was my oh, first. If that Hobbit scares you. You should ride this Vespa. <laughs> yeah, you'll it's, wet your bridges. It's weird going back and riding a moped now from ha- not 
actively riding Mainly mopeds because of for the so lack long. of brakes and, <laughs> sus- and suspension <laughs> and suspension and just like yeah and that's like because yeah riding motorcycles like yeah you can stop when different. you want to yeah yeah no, no shoes required <laughs> yeah at the beach like we do ride them without shoes on so yeah but this super 73 is like the close like i get the same joy from that little thing that i do from riding moped what is it i it's electric bike okay and it's that's like a little low rider so pete started selling super 73 at second stroke after i had already moved to richmond and i'd seen them before and was like Look, if there's an electric bike to get, like They're that's cool. a cool looking one. Like it's really low key. That's the Z one, which has a battery under the seat, and like the entry level one. But it's just like low rider, really understated. But like less is more kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, but it was it was really slow. It only went like 18 miles an hour. So I watched some YouTube videos and saw that you could buy like bigger battery pack and controller on eBay and like, I mean it was like working on a moped, like dremeling out the under the seat <laughs> and like cutting new holes and like. And figuring out, it, it, you know, it's like the same ethos of like learning about a new type of engine on a moped. Like, yeah. was learning about how the fuck an electric bike works, and like what a controller does, and like what voltages what your work together. Are. Yeah. yeah, and um, so I I I put a new battery and controller in it, and now it goes like it goes thirty, I think. Like the speedometers, the wheels are such a weird size on it, but it goes a lot faster, and it's got some pickup, <laughs> give or take. But, but mainly hour, it goes, it can go like 30 miles now on one charge versus the original one, which went like less than 10. Damn. Cause at the beach, like I couldn't ride basically like into town to like get lunch and come back. Unless with, you had a backup plan. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, so that bike was originally intended for you to ride into town, get wasted <laughs> yeah. and then leave your bike at the bike where <laughs> the fuck you were. I'm like 10 miles. I mean, I think some people went farther on it, but yeah, it's fun as shit. But like same thing, like. It's it always runs. Uh, you <laughs> get the charged. same yeah. You get the same <laughs> feeling of like it's a small bike. It, there's no suspension on it, but like yeah, you get the same joy of riding a moped like that you do with I that thing. Desperately want like a version of that, like a you know, almost like a electric pit bike. That's like kind of as little it is. as I would ride it. I just want to go rip some bicycle trails on it without the yeah. fucking bicycle dorks giving me a hard time because. When I do ride the bike trails, I don't go out there fucking tearing them up. Right. I don't go out there like burning mud holes or like going off trail or, you know, doing anything stupid. I just want to enjoy the trail yeah. without some fucking yuppie yelling, oh, it's not for mopeds or whatever. You know, and I get it. I'm not it doesn't t- yeah. matter what you do. They're always going to yell. I'm not taking other, other motherfuckers it. back there with me to ride the trails. I'm just by myself yeah. enjoying the trail for what it is, checking out the, you know, just having you fun. You have dirt bikes though, don't you? I or, do, and I yeah. do, and I'll take those two through yeah. there too at night. But again, I don't go out there fucking ripping the engine, yeah. tearing shit up. I just ride the trail, enjoy it. Moped suspension think, and off road don't go. You know, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I supermaned off my moped. Nice on a trail. It was not fun. Tom, no one saw it. It was just me and Thomas, <laughs> and he came back because I was off. I wasn't behind the one him. minute rule. Yeah, <laughs> she exactly. Never up. <laughs> I didn't. Yeah, catch, I didn't catch see her up. for a minute, so I stopped and I was like, uh, "One uh, minute, I'm gonna check the clock." And All then right, he came I'm back, to... but I was already back on my bike, so he didn't really know anything happened. And then we got to the restaurant after we went through the trail. And I had a big old bruise on my like <laughs> arm, and like it was all swollen. He's like, "What happened?" It's like a Superman <laughs> off the bike to prevent well, hitting good. a you tree. Give somebody, you give somebody like, a... <laughs> bike kind of the, one way, I win the other. <laughs> it's kind of the greatest rule. You give somebody a minute to fuck up and get their shit together. I mean, a minute, like, it's not yeah. likely you're going to die. Right. And it gives them a chance to 
fend for themselves and figure their own shit out before you come back and rescue them too. That's true. Yeah. We used to crash snowmobiles when I was growing up and people go way farther out and yeah. before they realize yeah. you're not there. <laughs> and with those things, you're just stuck next to a tree and they weigh so much that you, there's no way you can get it out. And, and, the, and it's usually cold? It's very cold. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know. You got big. That was like the first thing I noticed when I moved here. I was like, nobody owns like a winter jacket here, <laughs> like a proper one. <laughs> I came. I have like the, you know, growing up in Boston and then New York. Like, I you know, you gotta got to dress for the elements. Oh, we're throwing another layer, dude. You're good. That's yeah. <laughs> I usually but, have a hoodie one. and a long sleeve. <laughs> good. At, at a certain point, you're just like, I want to throw on one thing. You know, like it's like a sleeping bag level jacket that like I look like a. You know, like a total big puffy wrapper jacket. You look like Hell you're yeah. from New York. Wow. But it goes it goes down below my knees. But yeah. like yeah. I'm telling you, if it's cold out and we're standing outside, I'm gonna be comfortable as shit. I also never no one ever carries umbrellas here either. Yeah, nobody has umbrellas. Like what the fuck is an umbrella? I have umbrellas in my truck. But Thomas only for has Ashley. Multiple. Yeah, I keep one in the truck. The funniest I don't thing use them. when I went to VCU was going to VCU, like I of course did not live on campus, so I just like park, go to VCU. It'd be pouring down rain and all the on-campus people like are drenched when they walk into class. It's like, oh, you poor kids. It's the worst. <laughs> poor kids. Yeah, all you need to do is have an umbrella. In New York, though, like... I feel or like, a rain jacket, something, yeah. anything. I in New York, you in buy one at the, at the deli. Like, every deli has, like, the $5 umbrellas that last, like, 30 seconds. Yeah. You just fucking toss Walk them. out the yeah. wind yeah. blows. Yeah. Come around the corner yeah. and it's gone. Yeah. Whoosh! You, and also, pro tip, if you walk into any bar... They, like lost and found you can usually just reach under like a uh, banquette or like some seat and there'll be like 15 umbrellas from like the last time it rained yeah. people just leaving them there yeah Dude, there was like some new like umbrella company that came out that was like genius it was like it 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 broke down the opposite direction instead of like collapsing it towards you where you get wet yeah it collapses away from you Ooh. and that's like it was clutch they were they it was like most popular umbrella like this thing's sick tank I don't know. Some, some shit. <laughs> I saw it on, so you like to watch I Shark Tank? I saw it on TV. But it was like, I was like, damn, that guy is a smart motherfucker, dude. dude. Yeah. <laughs> it's a better mousetrap. Yeah. I mean, it's funny. Like, you never... I do love the better mousetrap. Yeah. <laughs> I watch a lot of uh, Mousetrap Monday YouTube, <laughs> which is pretty sick. There's always like a new or old mousetrap invention about how... Like, oh, this is for real? Yeah, for yeah. real. Oh, mousetrap Monday... <laughs> is a YouTube channel that's pretty fucking tight if like it's brutal in some ways like they're killing mice oh yeah I can't but at the same time like so it's like this is a native species we we let these guys go these guys are not native they're invasive so these guys we kill and feed to the other wildlife (laughs) but they don't show them the killing of the mice they don't no because it's like it's a monetized channel they don't do it in like slow-mo like no (laughs) but he but he goes over like where the trap came from, when it was invented, who invented it, and yeah. then he's like, oh, the, the, uh, a subscriber submitted this trap that they built themselves and de- designed themselves. Well, That's let's cool. test it out. And they'll like, so if it's something you can see, they yeah. hide it off. There's this one that really like piqued my interest where it's a conveyor belt. Like, looks like a Lego set. Okay. Like, cut a hole in the bucket, and you can, you know, have the bucket dry or wet, depending on what your goal is. <laughs> How much torture you want? Yeah. No, nah, yeah, the, yeah. My, my rats can't swim. Like talking about. That's what he's saying. How you ever, much you ever looked at the New York yeah. City subway? The, Those kind of rats can do whatever <laughs> they, they want. Swim. These are like whole, like They'll do farm the fucking rats. Backstroke. But it's kind of cool. The, the the road like goes in and there's like this you know peanut butter trap or whatever. They're like, oh, what's the peanut butter trap? He trips a laser sensor oh, and God. the fucking conveyor belt goes. 
zing, and shoots them into the fucking trap, and then they're trapped. And then he goes through and sorts through, you know, the invasive species and non-invasive species. That's too much mousetrap. It's yeah. it's crazy, but you got to think. All right, so this yeah. if you're running a, a business a like a yeah. a farm, yeah, mice and feed and cows and chickens, you yeah. know, like it's it gets out of control. It becomes a health issue at some point. Right. So they've got to control it somehow with lasers. Like it's it's. <laughs> <laughs> I'm yeah. kidding. Well, no, they, I get it. Yeah, they, they go through and fucking they, they get guys like uh, what do they call it? Um, airsoft guns and all kinds of shit. Like what? What's that guy? What kind of animal does he have? It's not a weasel. It's not a ferret. It's not a, minx? a mong- minx. Minx. The minx guy. They do he like raises, minx and dog hunting of rodents. Yeah. He raises minx to get like. Um, and they go through and like that's their job. They go to farms and like help eradicate rat problems. Damn. And, and has, it's crazy that it's like overrun hundreds and thousands of rats in like a chicken farm. And he has minks that it's, will go in and kill. It's nuts. And then he has minks that are trained to just go in and retrieve. So if a rat is in, like they killed it and it's in a hole or something, yeah. the minks is trained to go in there and retrieve it and bring it back into a box. And then he gets treated That's for better. it. But then he also feeds the dead rats and mice or whatever to his minks. So it's also food. Yeah. And then sometimes they live trap them to, I don't remember why they live trap them, but they live trap them for like training purposes or whatever. But he's controlling a problem. Yeah. And, and doing cool stuff with minks. Collecting that YouTube ad revenue. That too. So there's a lot of that. Yeah, for yeah. sure. I'm not saying so, it's not, yeah. none of that. But so what kind of problem do we need to control in the moped scene? <sighs> not enough dogs. Yeah, not enough Kit Kats. Uh. <laughs> probably like uh timing moped timing at rallies like all right let's not get everybody completely wasted before the ride five minutes let's, needs let's to be drink at a location where, we, where, we, where nobody's gonna ride afterwards <laughs> good luck yeah, no, that's I <laughs> no i feel like that's gotten better oh way better yeah hell yeah, yeah it has gotten better we've had nothing for the past year, but the year prior, it had, it had gotten better. Dude, for a while, we go to rally and be like 8 a.m., everybody's fucking pitted and like, all right, let's go, ride starts, you know, or what, you know, like, yeah. just for example. No one's waking up a ride at 8 a.m. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Know. Not 8 a.m., but like people start drinking early and then the ride um, leaves. Yeah. And everybody's already drunk and then they go to a bar and then they New continues. Orleans, we were up at 9, 9 a.m. getting whiskey from the corner mart and breakfast. You and I, and- yeah, but I don't know about everybody. <laughs> Everyone else went to bed at like 6 a.m. What are you talking about? Exactly. Everyone else was, we were waking up at 8. Again, the party started. Uh, I know. What what does need to be controlled in mopeds? Nothing, dude. Nothing. Rallies were so, done so well. Like when I was going to them, like in Richmond, I think Emily, like where we took like the halfway point, had made like this huge spread of food. Emily's fantastic. Amazing. Yeah, they're they're so... (laughs) They planned it out really she's well. She's doing bicycle stuff right now. Yeah, she's at the place in uh, yeah. Cross. I, I watch her videos all the time. Yeah. She's doing rad Killing stuff. It. I love her. I know. She, her videos make me want to get a mountain bike. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm hunting myself. again for one. Yeah. Her videos remind me. <laughs> yes. yeah. Her videos like, remind me that I would die. Also, mountain bikes are like more expensive than mopeds. So. I bought my niece like a mountain bike for her birthday, but it was like a no suspension co-op. I took yeah. her out shopping for her birthday. And she's bought. like nine. She's nine. Yeah. And That's I was like, time to get it. pick any bike you want. I was telling my brother, I was like, I'm going to go bike shopping. I'm not going to buy her some bullshit that you're going to buy her from fucking Walmart. Yeah. I'm going to buy her nice because she doesn't know how to ride worth a shit. I was like, I want to encourage her 
on a good hobby. Yeah. Buy the right shit. It's like a $500 fucking bike, disc brakes, front rear, like a nice co-op bike, you know, good to go. And now I went over the other day, hung out with her. She's ripping it. Hell yeah. Because she's got the confidence. <laughs> Hell yeah. And I'm like, now I need to go buy my own bike so I, I can take, take her. her down downhill course. And we can go riding. Oh, dude, I want to go ride some track. I, I really want to do oh, the Browns so cool. Island thing because I haven't been there to actually ride around uh, the obstacle course. Ba- Bell Island, Island. You know, the Browns track Island. over by like Le- uh, Legend yeah. or the one behind us too. Oh yeah, the those BMX dudes. Track, yeah. That shit's like there's crazy, a BMX though. track behind. Yeah, they're right around yeah. here. Yeah, the um, Billy's dudes. Yeah. Real wild. I know. I want to hit those guys up. Those like, are yo. Yeah. I got a tractor with a bucket in the back. Let's fucking party. Trailer to tow it. When I was growing up, when I was growing up in Boston, we built like jumps in the woods like just like where those are it looks exactly like what we did sketchy yeah but if you don't know what you're doing they're they're way better than we were we could just go over it mm. one dude could like almost do an x up i can't do any of that shit i just want to yeah, ride my mountain bike either. and pedal slow but have a nice mountain bike so like i feel confident yeah when i'm doing nothing yeah that's my grind i don't really even i'm not trying to do tricks i'm not trying to jump i just want yeah. to enjoy riding with my friends once in a while exactly there's some good trails. So what would you, you say would be like your takeaway from the moped scene and your years like in it? My takeaway? Yeah. I mean, it got me into engines. Like, I was always a... I mean, he met me. Yeah. Meeting Tom. <laughs> uh, let me, can we you know, pause that and roll back? Um, I'd say it was meeting Thomas, really. <laughs> Just opened my eyes to a lot of stuff I hadn't experienced before. A lot of redneckery. <laughs> There's like a point, honestly, Pete was like my ultimate teacher. He's like taught so many people, but like there's like a point when it clicked, like how the hell a two stroke engine worked when I was like, that was really awesome when I was just like, oh my God, like it makes sense, like how timing works. (laughs) And then just like looking at the most simple engine, which, you know, one like even like a hobbit that doesn't have a transmission in the case, like, which is kind of why like Harleys and like big twins, it's like you have a separate transmission that's doing all that work and all the gears for you. But like the fact that like someone thought of that, we can make this self-contained thing, this really small and like self-propel it off just like a little bit of gas was like a huge moment. I was just like, yeah. So sparking my interest in just engines, which turned into motorcycle, you know, but there was a moment when it's just kind of like, this makes sense especially the bicycle part of it because you're like oh that's why it has a a pedal chain to just start you know like a pull start would work it just clicked at one point and this living in new york and and never having like thought about it where like you're trying to you people are telling you to do different things like make your bike run and that's one thing where you're chasing down solutions to the problems that your bike has but then when you really understand it it's crazy and now i'm like I'm kind of obsessed with these like little models that they sell like of like, you know, you can light a little tea candle and it shows you how like a steam engine works basically. It's, oh, but those it on your desktop. are cool. It's so cool. Cause it's like, you're literally watching how like a propulsion engine works and like, it's so simple, but or like a holy heat. shit, it's cool. Like someone fucking thought of that. Like an old stove fan. Yeah. Or what I really so like to cool. get my hands on is a vintage Maytag washing machine motor. Yeah. But I, but I find them all the time, but I just don't want to pay the, the three, four hundred bucks for them. I want to buy one busted, fucked up. Yeah. And fix it and make it run. Just seeing for it. peanuts. It's so cool. Yeah. That's a, I mean, that my grandmother used to wash her laundry with one of those things. She'd yeah. go back and 
hit you know like it's a foot start lever yeah it's basically a hit and miss two-stroke motor it had this yeah. crazy long exhaust pipe so that crazy. went out the door that ran a belt which <laughs> operated her washing machine it's cool it's shit. insane yeah they uh thomas loves to go to like field day of the past which they have out western and Rico. Because he gets to see all these stupid little small engines, like old school, yeah. and Thomas is just fascinated. It's I so cool. Because oh, now I understand how it works. Field day at the right. past? Yeah, never heard of it. And that's oh what it is. Gosh, it's like, go. It just starts your interest on like engineering. It's old school white people shit. Or it also builds a lot of confidence. <laughs> For me, it built a lot of confidence. Totally. It's like, okay, so this, now as simple as a moped engine is, it, it is incredibly simple, but it's also de- designed and engineered by somebody like, really put a lot of thought into oh, how... Yeah. Can I make such little do so much? Right. And so for me to, it gives me confidence. Like, all right, I don't have to worry about that side of it. But I was able to make it run. Right. And it gives me confidence to fix other things. Like exactly, I yeah. can rebuild this transmission. Well, it's got you know twenty five parts in it, and I was able to put it back together, and make it work, or yeah. whatever it is. Well, now let's take a look at my car. Right. Like I didn't think I was I was going to pay a mechanic nine hundred dollars to fix this thing. Let me see right. if I can do it. And it's crazy too to think that there was like that many people like at the same time being like, oh, I can improve upon this. Like being like, I'm not going to do a wet clutch. I'm going to do a a CVT like transmission and that. Or like bad of us and go backwards and go back to dry clutch. Yeah, but like even, yeah. And I think about that too, like a a shitty and, you know, an engine that like you'd never want to work on and is flawed. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and I love sacks. I just don't want to work on them. Yeah. Same. We would never, yeah. There's certain ones that like, would just suck to work on for one reason or another. But like the principles are the exact same. It's just like really little things that they did that just made the, it suck to the, work on. The timing. Yeah. So, so like if the bike is good, right. Checks out and you're like, all right, it's not running and yeah. you can go through it and be like, all right, let's check spark, spark plug, tune up, basic tune right. up shit. All right. Timing, carburation. Right. And but, then it runs. But anything beyond that, sometimes I'm like, what is the bike? Yeah. Is it a Tomos? Is it a Mop? You know, like, is it a Pook? Is it a Vespa? Is it a Honda? Like, what do you have? They say, like, it's a Philandria. I'm like, what the hell's that? Yeah, exactly. I've never exactly. heard of that. There's never one in the garage right now. Is there? I never it's got, heard a, it's got a V1 on it, so that's oh, different. Okay. But yeah, um, and that was cool, too, seeing, like, the, you know, the design aesthetic, of course. But, like, the, like, Badavis made some fucking rad-looking bikes. Like, if you take them out of context, like, and just look at this design of the every other part <laughs> of the bike aside from the engine. The other one I really like a lot that didn't make any sense that most people hate is the Avante. Oh, yeah. yeah it's a great-looking bike. I think it's a great-looking bike, but it's... Okay. I don't think there's... I'll take one. I don't think there's that many of them yeah. to begin with, but, like, people, they're kind of shitty because nobody really knew what they were or yeah. how to work on them. They didn't realize they were mostly Gorelli or whatever it is, and they yeah, got Gorelli's a really bad rap, but, like... When is the last time you've ever seen an Avante at a rally or uh, Chicago at no, it was Michigan at MA twenty. I that was the I one was one. there and I didn't see it. That was the bike. Which the doesn't mean it went there, but I'm just right. saying like you never The guy that calls the big wreck with Ryan Go. Oh, the fucking he, dude that was swerving Irvin? Yeah, that's what he was on. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. But it, I thought he was running like a different motor though. Mm-mm. That's cool though. Like they were all ran back when they came out, you know? And yeah, like, somebody built it. Somebody and people weren't modifying it. them like we were doing, you know. And when I tell people all the time, it's like when I when uh, people new into mopeds come in, they're like, oh, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm like, listen, the person who designed this did not build this moped. Some worker who doesn't know the first fucking thing about mopeds assembled it, assembled it right. and it rolled out of the factory and it started. 
They didn't know anything about timing or fuel. They just put parts together and it ran. They knew it could have been, you know, somebody's mother or somebody's, you know, grandson, first job. They didn't know anything about it. And they were able to put the parts together in the correct order and make it run. There's no reason that you can't do better than that. Yeah. And then it, it, what a fun way to learn about like, I don't know, just the principles of all this stuff. Like, I mean, it teaches you about electrical, obviously it teaches you about fuel and combustion engines and obviously, but like, uh, (laughs) well, electrical is like, you're going to run into electrical. I love the electrical side of it. But that's and, I hate and all mopeds. <laughs> that's my favorite puzzle of Dude, the like moped. owning a house now and having to like chase down, you know, to understand voltage and like install a light and like I'm what a positive awesome this yeah. stuff. It's I it, wired it really my own 220 fucking lift up and ran it from the other side of the garage into the fuse into the panel box, put a new breaker in it, all the way through to the lift, wired up a separate box there to it go. and figured out two twenty. Mopeds, man. But because <laughs> of literally because yeah. of mopeds, it's the true. confidence from mopeds yeah. and simple wiring and like the confidence of figuring out how to right figure out why my shitty old pook that the light the tail light blew out back in the day and it wouldn't start because the goddamn yeah. tail light was out tr- trying to chase that and just simply googling and researching yeah trial and error yeah well Long it's like story short your takeaway from mopeds if you're listening to this podcast oh, jesus should Christ. be that <laughs> i talked too I much no no, no no it should be that if, if if you don't be intimidated by anything just call everything a big moped like just what's it assembly is the exact opposite of disassembly it's yeah. it's my favorite yeah. part about except working. with less parts it, it well it's also Assembly's like exactly teaching you. <laughs> there's nuance to it though too like because if you're coming from like woodworking or something, there's no like over torquing bolts, you know what I mean? Or how different types oh, of metals God. react and like how to free something up. Like metal on metal is like a, a different thing than like woodworking or, you know, the nuances are there. So like just how to, when you can feel that like this bolt is going to break, like that's something. And you, then I'm like, Oh God, it broke. It just, you just get that from experience. You <laughs> yeah, know? This no. is the only way to get it. Yeah. So that, I like that to kind of take stuff. my, my, E50 manual and look at it and then my follow, follow the instructions mm. and rebuild my engine and all the parts aren't there and I'm freaking out and Thompson's like it's okay you don't need that part <laughs> and I'm like I need the like I'm terrible at working on stuff yeah, exactly like- I'm terrible at working on, on stuff because I have to have instructions I don't understand how it works I'm never going to understand that's not how I work I work on instructions like you know I follow this step, this step, this step, and I can't diagnose shit. And I've always said this. I'm not good at work. But if you give me a manual and you tell me how to rebuild my bike, I can fucking do it. Like, I can do right. it. I'm just not good at, oh, this is going on with I my bike. I think you're great at it. I have no honestly. idea what the fuck that oh, is. Yeah, I'm sure you're better at it than you think. I think you're really good at it. For it. Well, I have my specific bike. So I know now that I've worked on them enough and Thomas is like, I don't know how to work on that car. So I've looked it up. I know right. how to work my car. So when I have an issue, like, I kind of sort of But you don't know, know anymore. You do the same thing I do. You just relook it up and relearn it. Or, yeah. So, like, but I'm not, like, I'm not the person that's going to go out and buy a bike and rebuild a bike and, like, right. have multiple bikes and, like, keep building bikes. I have my bike and I keep it running and sometimes it runs really good and sometimes it sucks. Living the ass. dream, dude. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, you can be tortured like the rest of us with 12 bikes. No. There's also like the the like habits of like 
dis like you're saying like disassembly where like pete and uh showed the value of having like a big roll of that like paper you put down when you're painting like that big Mm. roll of paper that you can get at like Lowe's or whatever. Is that um, to catch the blood? Put putting it, no, putting it down and then when you're order. disassembling it, just putting it down in the order and like using a sharpie I to like circle. I love to do that. It's the best. It's like the only, and you can go home at night and come back and everything is still in the same order and you, you know, draw an arrow or something and be like, Not in Thomas's first. garage. <laughs> I don't have enough room to work. I go in Thomas's garage and I'm like, which Whoa. one? <laughs> like all of them. I like, I just can't even think. My brain just explodes. I need a clean <laughs> yeah. space. Yeah. I do too. Like, yeah, I think pretty clean. I don't think it is. It's not clean to my standards. And that's fine. That's fine. I'm, like I'm OCD and I have anxiety and I need yeah. to walk into a pristine place where there's no tools out. I just have an open bench and I have all the room and I can. You don't just scoop it. all the parts into a bag and then. Just <laughs> <laughs> it's like you learn those ha- that, those habits like yeah I, I, over time. I got in the habit instead of doing that. I take like so I take the stator apart and I put all the oh, stator parts. Ties? No, and I yeah, and I use those that too. I but I put a, but the stator parts in the stator. I yeah. take the clutch cover for the right. E50 and put all the clutch parts in yeah. the E50 and set those aside. And then you know like I it have is, you can do that now, but like when. I, I don't know. I, I wouldn't. If when it was the first, first time started, I did it, yeah, yeah, I would still lay it out. Like, well, because just, I pulled my, that black nostalgia maxi, I pulled it out last night, actually. I think it was last night, the night before last. Pulled it out of the barn. It had been started forever. And like, oh, I want to get the slow bike going again. Let me see what's going on. I pulled it apart yeah. and then pulled the clutches apart because it was lagging. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Turns out it's not the clutch problem. It's something else I fucked up. But looking the clutch, I was like, oh, there's some parts missing in here. The shimming's way off. I built this bike how long ago? Ten years ago, forever. Yeah, it's been ten, ten years since. Yeah. I, you know, like it's back then. I didn't have the knowledge I have now. Right. And I immediately pulled it apart and was like, "Oh, what the fuck was I thinking? Like, right. yeah, I got all know. these nice parts, but I none know. of the shimming is right. It's missing a circlip. There's, you yeah. know, like some other things. And like, I, you just you, you live and you learn. But it was fine. It ran. It, like, yeah. You could ride it. But yeah, I mean, you teach yourself good habits. I think at the beginning it carries through, and and then also like teaching people how to do that stuff at the shop was good like t- seeing dave like come in getting his first moped and like you know i was never really the one teaching people how to do that stuff because i'm you know i'm not the best moped mechanic i could fix e50s all day and like hobbits all day <laughs> but like you know I, i'm pete taught me how to rebuild a like peugeot engine like we had bought a bunch of 103s at one point and we just had like an assembly line of like probably rebuilding my them favorite one night. bike i don't want to own yeah, I mean, but, like, just never having had one myself and then just doing it was, like, the principles are all the same. It's it just really cool. is. And it's and, and if you find it interesting, which that's, like, the biggest thing I got from I it. I think, like, as far as, like, community stuff goes, one of my favorite things that we've done, like, here and there over the years is, like, when it's, like, all right, cool, I have to rebuild this motor you have to rebuild this motor. You have to rebuild this. We have three or four of the same motors. Yeah. Let's mix all yeah, the parts together. To <laughs> I'm the opposite of that. Yeah, you, you have like, cool, we're going to have a rebuild party, like E50 yeah. night. And yeah. Like you just like, you just do a bunch of them back to back to back to back or all at the same time. And it's like, you kind of really like beat it into your head, like how it works and how it goes. And it makes sure. it easier than like, oh, you rebuilt that E50 five years ago and now you got to do it again. Yeah, we had a ladies. Exactly. Uh, a ladies' wrench session at the ranch probably like two years ago before pandemic. And I felt so bad because we were working, what was it, Mary's bike? And I totally fucked up because I was teaching them and I'm not the best teacher. 
And I always like the boys are there, like they can act, like I can ask them for help and stuff. And we fuck something up, and I was like, oh. I know what it was too. Yeah, I forgot to fucking take the nut off the clutch. damn clutch before trying to put the clutch puller on. Um, and, mm, and that will stop you. It was <laughs> it, it was not fun. And then, of course, Justin was there. And you know how he is. That's when power tools whatever. come in handy. But that's like the thing, though. Is that, like, that's <laughs> the thing. Is like, it's that, that dumb little, like, but you're not I the Lone Ranger. Yeah. I should have known that. Well, it's also but... like a testament of like people being cool and, and like not calling you out for like a silly mistake. You know what I mean? And being like, oh, I got called out. Yeah. It was funny. But that's like the shit. That, that, and that's kind of a, in motorcycles, too, and in whatever, in video editing. Like, you know, if, if you find someone who's like willing to, walk you through it and like show you how to do it and not gonna like shame you for it so oh, i knew people. how to do it that was the problem yeah. i knew how to do it you know what i mean but you, know what yeah. I mean. you know what i'm saying yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. someone's willing to bust your balls yeah. but like have it being good fun wanting to do it again because <laughs> it's is, like this is always my curiosity where's the line get drawn between a tough like brotherly ball busting versus like if they've never done it before like if only done it a handful of times like i've I've made stupid mistakes and I owned a moped shop for five. You know what I mean? Everyone like, does. Yeah. It's, it's, um, <laughs> I still make mistakes like in my day job, like that I'm constantly like, Oh, you know, it's just diligence and everyone learns different. But like, yeah. um, what's cool about the moped thing, you know, just coming back to that is like, it's not on a computer. It's physical. It's, there's a feeling to it. It'll run without that part. Yeah. Well, and like, you're not chasing a code, you know what I mean? Yeah. Or like some <laughs> error message, like, and I'm still attracted to motorcycles that don't have computers. And like, like the Triumph that I just got is my first fuel injected bike that I've ever owned. And I was just like, cashing I, out. <laughs> I, well, I was just like, yeah, I don't really care to learn about the computer yeah. side of this. Like, you know, I have the reader for error messages and stuff, but like, I'm not interested in going down that road. I hate my DRZ. Yeah. But it's so easy and so simple. Yeah. It's carbureted. Yeah. I can never own a I want, true that's stroke what I'm to get. motorcycle. I'll sell you mine. <laughs> it's right there. Jason's the got Again. one too. I want, I want to sell the Triumph. Oh, you want to take the DRZ? It's in the garage. Nobody's <laughs> using it. No shit, Ari. If you want to take it for a week or two, it's in the garage uh-huh. with the keys in it. You're welcome to it. I appreciate DRZ? my DRZ. Why is yeah. your DRZ here? Not here. It's in I rode your DRZ oh. one time at a, at a rally here when take I first it. moved here, yeah. and I was like, it's Man. a different one now. Really. Oh, really? Yeah. I had never ridden a bike with such Which a Which one did you ride? Such a the yellow one? Angle. Uh, we, we were at a rally. Well, it, your guys' rally. And then you and I switched like around like River Road or something at like a, at, like, a stop. Oh, yeah. Like, you want to ride, ride I your like, Harley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like. I think it's sweet. <laughs> and I going from that. riding the Harley to like, it was the first time I'd ever ridden DRZ and being like, I am straight over this front wheel. <laughs> <Yeah>. Like. <laughs> Take it. If you want to ride it for a week or so, it's, just, it's in the garage. I'm not riding it. I appreciate it. that. You're fine. You're uh, I just fixed one another day. I have a little road. one. You can ride mine, too. <laughs> not yet. I got I to tune it. I put a oh, new carb on hers. Oh, my bad. He's got to plug chop so it. Fun. Dude, as far as, like, also, like, that, like, that whole Harley thing, I'm like, I feel like when I talk to, like, you know, like, Harley people, I'm like, yeah, like, to me. I'm not a Harley no, dude. No, I was, I mean, I was riding a yeah, bike like this down Riverside. You like them all, but I was saying, in my mind. Like Harley is just a big moped. It is because it's, it's the most simple thing. Simple, too. yeah. Kind of finicky. Totally. Has its little issues. One car. Like yeah. You don't have to fuck with the cans and like you know the lifters. You don't and have stuff. to. Yeah. You don't have to. But like on an Evo, or you know, you just have that automatically. You know, you don't have to adjust too much stuff. And like 
yeah, I think the one carb thing is like a huge attraction to like, I can pop the carb off in like two seconds, clean it, like everything's accessible. There's, you know, there's so many more parts in a motorcycle. Totally. Car. But, uh, but Harley's are so re- easy. pretty sim- It's all yeah, out Harleys there. In the are easy. What was the bike that I took apart that had two carbs on it? We are at your dad's house and I was, I was cleaning the carbs and like changing parts out. Fuck it. It had know. like two of them and I had them on like, uh, like a, a tray table or something. And I was something like, I owned. It was, I think it was my Buell Blast, or it was, I don't know, it was something of mine. That would have one carb. Yeah, that's got one. It was something of mine, and we took, it was Best two engine. little carbs. It was probably and... the, oh, it was probably the Ninja. You had okay. a couple, because oh, yeah. you had two, I guess two Ninjas, maybe three Ninjas. Yeah. I had a, something in New York, like I had a uh, EX500. Yeah, which is I love the EX500. Eight hundred, but the bucks. best mm-hmm. motorcycle it was purple engine and teal. ever built. Dude, that bike was the shit. <laughs> the Hopboy eighty colors. I love dude, it. A oh, cocaine <laughs> cruiser. That thing was the shit. Yeah, Frankie's, it was a ninety three. Frankie's got the EN five hundred motor on her bike, which is not That's a ninja, cool. but it's something else. But it's the same exact EN five. You could run that thing with no fucking oil, and it will not yeah. die. The first water cooled bike I ever the had. The best that. engine ever built, hands down, in my opinion. Love it. Any. Any It wasn't called the Ninja then either. It was just the, I think it was the EX500 or yeah. E. Yeah. That motor is the shit. Well, it's plenty pep. I had to see, see uh, the bike that I bought from Bella, who was in the Creatures. She and James, her partner, had a matching um, NT650s, the Honda um, uh, Hawk GT. Yeah. Which is a cool as fuck bike. So yeah, nice Honda and Hawk. No. No. There's many Hawks, but the Hawk GT, which is an 88. <laughs> oh, I had an 82 CB 450 Hawk. Yes. Yeah. Oh, this well, was. They weren't the Night Hawk. But it wasn't a V twin Hawk. This was a V twin. It's a V twin. I knew you had a Honda Hawk. I had, I had a Night Hawk. So good <laughs> and so fun to ride. So little. Looks like a sport bike. Super comfortable and just like. See, my version of that is the SV I had, that blue SV. That is also my second hands-down favorite bike because it's so torquey, no maintenance. No maintenance. You don't fuck with them. You just ride the piss out of them, wreck them, loan them out. They don't lose value. (laughs) I sold that to buy this Triumph. And, uh, yeah. Now you can sell a Triumph, buy a DRZ. Perfect. Actually, I'm looking for a KLR. um. (laughs) Did you get the Triumph from... Moto Richmond? No, I got the Triumph from a dude that I met at Fuzzy Cactus one night. I just went there. Oh, like, the prickly pear? Yeah. I love, I love Fuzzy Cactus. Um, I bet I know who it is. I bet I have his phone I, over I bet you my don't. phone. I bet you don't. This dude is, he is the man. His name is Kevin. Great guy. Is it an old guy? He's not. Older, rather? Yeah, he's not probably old, like in his, I don't know how old he is. But he has, he has 50s, 60s. No, no, he's younger than that. Okay. He, um, we're, I, we just started shooting the shit about motorcycles and he's like thomas is looking him up now <laughs> he's like he's like oh yeah he's like i got um well he has an africa twin which is what he rides and he's like oh my old neighbor gave me the speed triple he's like i'm just willing to get rid of it and he gave me just an insane oh, not the number. same guy then, he's like yeah. it has like five thousand miles on it it's like i'll buy it from you tomorrow i was thinking jim and, uh, jim eastman Nah, this dude is not in the in the scene or he's a triple nerd he lives in lewis ginter's house on hermitage that like lewis ginter oh built yeah with his wife and his two kids and that has like a guest house behind it that yeah. he just uses for storage but he has a bunch of old volkswagens and then he has his triumph and then he had this one and yeah i picked it up from him 
fucked with it as much as I could, like built a little fuel injector opener, mm-hmm. like, you know, with the battery and the yeah, switch. Tester. Yeah, sprayed them out because I, you know, the bike has been sitting forever. It has 6,400 miles on it. <laughs> Zero miles, basically. No miles on it. I got it as far as I could. Like, I got it to fire, but it would just, like, spit. And it probably I, needs a fuel pump. Well, I, I brought it to um, G6, Ron, yeah. and because um, it needed a new tire, anyways, too. So, Ron, yeah, it was the fuel injectors, and there was, like, codes I had to clear. Got me hooked up, like, and uh, yeah, this was, like, six months ago. And, yeah, that bike's fun as shit. I'm just going to kill myself on it. So. <laughs> and, like, I'd, yeah, I'd my, rather. My hustle right now is my friend's dad is getting old. And so I'm insurance money. I'm good. I'm, I'm good friends with both Life insurance policy. I'm good friends with both, but I prefer hanging out with my friend's dad. Yeah. He's a cool motherfucker. And he's got this old ass Honda CB. There you go. It's, I think it's a CB 750. He doesn't even ride anymore. Uh, he, I think he does ride a little bit, but yeah, he took his CB and I towed it for him to a mechanic that I know used to work at two Richmond. And now that she, or, does her own thing. Oh, I know who you're talking about. Yes. Yeah. So the bike is there. It's a brown CB in the back of you the garage. You it recently? It's been a couple of years, but it's still it's there. It's still there? <laughs> so she's, Mr. Yeah. Dowd. So I've been, so calling, to run. I've been yeah. calling Mr. Dowd once a week, and I'm trying. Have you really? Yes. <laughs> I haven't gotten an answer. I miss Cause I call. Maybe it, that's I, who's I, calling you from prison. No, I only. I only. <laughs> I, no, I, he's fine. I just. I only know his house phone number, and they're like old school. They don't answer the fucking home phone. Yeah. And so I've been calling them. So the, the goal is, I'm gonna tune them up to try to get that fucking Honda because I want that motherfucker. He'd rather talk. I don't care if I own it. I'm sure. Yeah. I don't care if I own it. I just want to ride it one time. <laughs> yeah. I, it's my. It's always been ever since I was a kid. The first time I met his son, I saw that Honda. Yeah. I fell in love with it, and I was like, "I'm gonna ride this motherfucker." It's got, <laughs> it's the four into two pipes coming uh, up yeah. the side. Those are it's cool. Gorgeous root beer brown. It's like mint condition. He yeah. used to tour on it and ride it through the mountains, and then Sweet. he got a, a VFR, and then he got a, nice. I think a GSXF, and then something else. He and he crashed on Devil's Backbone, yeah, right? Yeah, oh, and really? that's what he eventually quit riding. Like. Touring yeah, trips get, like, on. A knee replacement. Mm. And so I've been honking shit. on him for, for for two weeks or a month now, calling like every every week or so. You're still I just, high. I know. But I like, still, I still got my CL three fifty in my first Marty's motorcycle. Like still oh, you still got the CL? Oh yeah. Damn, okay. old school hoarder. Uh, it's like it's like I won't get rid of the hot. I considered you know the Streetmate was my first moped, mm. but like I owned it for such a short amount of time and like didn't learn how to do much on it. That I consider the Hobbit kind of like my first like actual moped that I got my hands dirty on, and the CL is the same thing, where like as the first motorcycle I ever learned how to work on, so I and I don't want to sell it. It's like you know that bike's yeah. cool. It has sentimental value. Sentimental value, and it's like dude, whatever. Yeah, I I don't know. I like that. I mean, I have like you been actively looking like out of interest and boredom to get another moped other no, than no, not a, at all. a Chow? No, I got. No. So I just got to spoon no. feed him a chow, dude. <laughs> I'm just, I'm honestly like, I, <laughs> look at me. I, I, um, yeah, I try to keep like a certain amount of bikes, I think, in the house. I don't, I don't want. What's in the what, house what, what's or outside number? of the house? Well, I have three at home right now. But not in the house, right? That's the cut No, there was, well, the mopeds were okay. in the house, but. Yeah. <laughs> um, That's what I was getting at. Were I got, they actually in the house? Some I people put do. A, I put a shed in a couple years ago. And so I got the. The Harley and the Triumph in the shed, and then the CLs in a undercover. 
but I had like my friends, uh, XR 250 R in my backyard for over two years. Cause he had like an accident and, uh, just, he finally picked it up like a few months ago. And then finally, well, it's like, yeah, it was when you're mowing your lawn and you can't get all the nasty <laughs> shit that's been growing under the I cover. Know all about like, it's it. been when when Ashley years. does gardening, I'm like, the dog keeps going over to it and like smelling around the cover. I'm like, there's definitely dead animals. Like, and she's like, she like backs up from it. I'm like, I cannot handle whatever. When I lift that tarp up is going to be like, a fucking family of possums or yes. something. I'm just like, ugh. Am I, you know. All of a sudden, you, the, the Harley's a snake, Tom, a Tom snake farm. Tom will let you borrow the BB gun. Oh, my gosh. Uh, I'm just like, I'm just going to, the bike's gone, thankfully. Uh, but, yeah, it's one of those situations where I, like, pick it up with a broom and just, just like, all right, we're good. Like, well, come train or I pressure wash it from, like, Come trade out a motorcycle away. and take that DRZ for the weekend. Well, you take the Triumph out. It's I don't give a shit. shit. Trade whatever you want. I don't Maybe. give a shit. I won't ride it no matter what, probably. Yeah. I don't have time. Man. For two weeks, anyway. Yeah, it's... My buddy in New York, uh, Marty, had a KLR. He's from San Francisco, but lived in New York the whole time. And he and his buddies were the first, like, motorcycle dudes I met who rode Enduros in the city in New York, which was, like, the move. Yeah. And, uh, and were, like... Any the, pothole, eat it l- up. Yeah, and least pretentious mo- motorcycle dudes I'd ever met. They're just kind of, like... They look like they went camping every weekend. Just kind of, like... <laughs> but, like, you know, they're punks, like, underneath. They just rode ratty-ass KLRs. And then I, like... As time progressed, I was like, oh, these are the dudes that live in San Francisco and gap those hilltops. You know what I mean? Like, those really steep streets and... He'd show me videos of them just bombing up hills and then <laughs> gapping the entire... Yeah. No, I was no, like, thank you. Oh, <laughs> this is why you guys are so fucking badass. It's like, <laughs> the, you guys do the There's craziest shit. There's a learning shit. curve in case I you didn't it. know. The bikes yeah. just don't do it. It's mm-hmm. so... It was so cool. What does Noah have that he's selling? Uh, KTM. Okay, that's uh, yeah. what I thought. I think my favorite bike uh, that I've had in a long time that that's like memorable is still that, that 650 that Cobra. I got. <laughs> no, that 650 DR... Uh, the DRZs... Or I guess it's technically a DR six fifty. The, DR650. the yeah. digi tank with the fucking stupid digi tank I sold. I paid like six hundred and fifty bucks for it. Yeah, it didn't run. I put. I went to Radio Shack when Radio Shack was still around and bought a resistor. <laughs> I love Radio Shack. Put it in line with the ignition system wiring because the computer needed a resistor for the ignition switch. Okay. And which told it that it had a key. Right, right. So I figured that out over some research and then just put a fucking switch on it. And just flip the switch and hit the start button, it would start up. Trick bike. Can't start it, can't ride it. Dude, that thing (laughs) was the shit, man. I had so... Because the 650, it rode good on the highway. That tank was so big. Well, yeah, the tank was horrible, I thought. (laughs) The oversized. So big. The Triumph was enormous. Not the size of it. It was like the quality. It would like leach... Fuel fumes out of the plastic. It was like quality. <laughs> I think the Triumph garbage. Mm. And you, to get to the injectors, it has like a hinge where you have to, you know, pick it up. And I think at one point it, it came worked. with, with like <laughs> with like a stick <laughs> to hold it up. But like oh when it's full of gas, <laughs> it's so it's so heavy when it's full of gas that like if that thing ever came down on you and you were like underneath it, it would knock you the fuck out. Like, yeah, you'd be done it's for like the 20 day. pounds worth of gas in that tank. Anything that you have to hold up with a stick, <laughs> yeah. I don't think like it's very safe. Mm, what's yeah. the part number on that 2x4? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, what kind of stick I are you I just using? take it off. I just take the whole thing nice off. Nice sturdy birch <laughs> stick. Well, then it has like cuz it's I don't know. It was the first time ever working on like a fuel line that had like the that like clicks in, yeah. you know. I was like, what the fuck is this? 
I'm going to get the special tool or why, like rig it. Why is there an electrical <laughs> wire that goes into the tank in like three places? Like, I was like, fuck this bike. Dude, back to mopeds. Like, I, you know, as we get ready to wrap this up. Um, Do we yeah. have to wrap it up? Yeah, man, it's been two hours. Pretty long. <laughs> um, but yeah, like, I, I remember like just like writing like any kind of specialty tool that I just had to make out of wood or something. I'd write a part number on it. So, we, so they'd actually have like names in the drawer. Like, oh, yeah. Get part number uh, five ninety nine. <laughs> I write my it's own all about part staying organized. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah, man. I still have like a bunch of. I still have like poop clutch pullers and like you know what, some of those. Maybe your tools. top five favorite moped tools, dude. I will tell you. Remember when? Um, fuck, I forget what they were called. Dan Kastner and the rope and West stops. started. Yeah. <laughs> the there, there was a there was a clutch uh, holder. A super clutch? That was they. They started a brand for like ten minutes that had, uh, just like a half circle, like uh, flywheel holder that you so you didn't need to like pop it off with a clutch puller, and that thing was a shit because you could just pop it in, get it off real like quick. Like a strap wrench. Uh, it was like yeah, wrench? but it fit like it. There in was the two sizes, so it fit like yeah, like Minarelli flywheels and then Pook ones. Never but, heard of it. Yeah, I never saw they, that. Because they they like made one run and that was it <laughs> it was wes um wesley Wes hunter race yeah yeah That's him and cool. dan castner like linked up and made these like really sleek looking tools Indi- indigen indigen that was yeah. it yeah indigen holy shit i've heard of that yeah, yeah. remember that yeah that was <laughs> short lived tools indigen. but i remember like they made a couple bikes yeah they, they did. did they were like pretty sick did they do the sapporo bikes no that was um that was motion left right yeah that was motion left yeah we got one of those in the shop one time i think it's sweet Tomoses or whatever. It was a, yeah, it was an A55 on like. You're a not sweet until you make it to the fucking White House lawn. Yeah. Dude, the great, <laughs> great, you, great YouTube uh, video of them making those bikes. Yeah, yeah. Too, if you, you guys haven't checked it out. Yeah, those are cool. What are the bikes called again? Like Sapporo beer. Like okay. did it was a contest I think. Yeah, they end up making like a stack like twenty of them or thirty of something them or something like that. Wow. Yeah, there's okay. a really good. It's YouTube no Bretton Bees frame. Dude, that guy. <laughs> that guy. Respect to him too. Like, yeah, those he knows how to make a fucking heavy. Hell yeah! <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but like, cool as shit. These fabricating frames, like coming from the bicycle world, like frame building, you know, is like the most intricate thing. He was taking do. like a fucking radio tower and adding a headstock to it. Mm. Yeah, but I mean, look, respect to him for doing it different. Like, <laughs> he was, he was, and he's like an older, older French fast. guy. Like, yeah, he's doing something different. Like, I'd only seen, well, I only saw time, one built. At the time, I was like, nobody I was, was making see. custom moped frames. It really yeah. was the shit. It really man. was. It was yeah. fucking awesome. Where did we see that frame? Nigel had one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. We, he tried to sell it to yeah. me. I think he couldn't. He was gonna build. He's like, yeah, I'm building my race bike yeah. out of this. He never it did it. It was heavy as shit. Yeah, it was definitely heavy. It was all steel tube. Yeah. But I, I only saw one build. It was Excessive down in Inverness. Amount of steel tube yeah. as well. A lot. It was in Inverness, Florida. There was one that was down there. It was painted like black and yellow. And it had the. Remember when Treats were selling the uh, the dual shaw carb intake? No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There was a Treats. Is that like the dual a, Bing intake I've yeah. seen? Yeah. <laughs> they had a dual shaw intake, and this and this Bird and Bees bike had the dual shaw intake. Well, why would you ever want a dual shaw? I don't <laughs> just, want one shaw. Just because. Yeah. Like, oh, look, I've been well, out you of mopeds. That up I've been out of mopeds for a while. I still can, know I don't like with your single shops. exhaust that goes to two fucking bi turbo. <laughs> Got to have that double pipe on it too. Yeah. I still I do have, still have moped. I don't know why I would get rid of a moped tattoo, but yeah, I got Chromag. Hell so, yeah. And I think you're a little Chromag guy? Yeah. I only got one. I got an NGK. 
Oh, nice. Spark plug. Hell I have yeah. one. I have the spark plug from the um, a rally we went to. Oh, Chicago. Chicago. Yeah. 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 I always said I wanted, like, when I finished my left arm, because my left arm's all, like, patch stuff i want all my filler work to be moped parts Dude. so like all the stuff you lose like <laughs> yeah. 10 mil nuts and like sockets keys. <laughs> yeah like i want all like the just all my filler is gonna be just ah. a bunch of little moped hey, stuff indigen clutch puller <laughs> <laughs> got it got it lost forever <laughs> respect <laughs> i haven't gotten a moped tattoo but i've gotten moped i've gotten tattooed at a moped rally oh you gotta yeah, yeah. i watched renee uh lusano tattoo bart simpson mooning uh with a tattoo of bart simpson mooning on his butt on someone's butt in chicago at the rally at amanda's house <laughs> that was yeah jason mcdonald and renee gem gems of human beings and they have a really good they're on an episode of the pound cast with doug the doug dj doug pound who's like tim and eric's editor what are they talking about she's a drone she's like the drone ambassador for dji she did the drone self the dronies the drone selfies so they travel a ton oh yeah and she named her drone like um gizmo or some shit like, she's like, been doing it for like from from the beginning yeah. and he worked for absolutely the production company and he's also they're both just like really funny great people but uh yeah he's old old school moped I and mean, both of them are like og yeah. moped people so many old ones that have faded away over the years yeah, the so, become old and washed up just like you. So my, la- my, la- <laughs> my last quick question and point, is this like our uh, segue and intro into finally getting the, uh, the fucking talk to come on? Oh, of course we Starting to get into the, the motorcycle mm-hmm. crossover with uh, our a bud mm-hmm. here. They, bo- they both had mopeds. They, Corey and, had mopeds? Yeah. yeah. Corey started like, on the moped. But they like keep ghosting us. Really? <laughs> Yeah. They're doing nah, their podcast a bunch too. Yeah, he's slammed, I think. Um only t- I get to talk to him when I see him. Nartok. I get to yeah, see him when, I, when we go to the grocery store <laughs> in the morning. Their their podcast, I've listened to a few episodes. Um yeah, it's really good. It's yeah. it's fun and like I I kind of actually like the political commentary because it's all stuff I mainly agree with. <laughs> I've never <laughs> echo listened. Cham- echo chamber. Oh, dude, listen, yeah. Gotta, <laughs> gotta live in echo chamber. They're just great. The Corey and Laurie are the shit. I, I just um, catch him at the Wegmans in the morning. While I got to really. I got to hit Lori back this week. I'm supposed to do their do their um their kill your local dealer shirts again. Oh, nice! But cool. I, got, I need to kick her a price. I kept for, kept and the Sam runs coming up. Oh yeah. Uh, I need some t-shirts too. Yeah, let's do it. Hell yeah. Work shirts. Yeah, I'm just procrastinating. Her. Uh, but field day of the past September. All right. Go. Anyway, we're out of here, dude. All right. <laughs> Thanks for having me. I. Love you. I love you too, man. I've always had a lot of respect and admiration for you. <laughs> I appreciate that. And um, you're one of the people that I've met that always sort of drove me to, I guess, be a little bit more <laughs> like when I met you. You had a, a sick ass shop and like you were doing bit. cool <laughs> shit. And, like you know, like you're real, real sort of mysterious and interesting. Wow. And I always, you know, had like th- an admiration and love for you. So I'm super excited to have you on the show tonight. Thanks, and man. We I really appreciate, appreciate you being here. No, it's, yeah. I'm, that was I can't like, say enough good things about you. You've always been a super solid dude. And <laughs> no, one likewise, one of our great friends. I, I appreciate that. And and when I moved to Richmond, like you guys, like took me in like immediately like you guys you know we try to do that with everybody it's, especially it's, the slow ones that's like the real <laughs> shit <laughs> that's like the real shit about mopeds though is like you make friends everywhere and like it's it's um it's just a good it's easy it it's good i mean it we makes it easy all share anyway. the same passion about this stuff it's just fun like 
And that's why it's like, it doesn't matter if it's an electric bike or a moped or motorcycle. It's like, yeah. dude, you ride on the wheels. The smile is the same yeah, smile. Yeah, you ride on wheels. Like, yeah, the like smile is fast. exactly the same. Bring yeah. the Super 73 out to a ride, dude. We haven't dude, it's seen funny you shit. in like two or three years. And it's yeah. like, there's I saw been you no and time I was like, has. I had yeah. no idea you were coming. <laughs> <laughs> it's always a surprise around here. Yeah. I don't tell anybody shit. He doesn't it's tell a, us anything. <laughs> it's, you know what it is? Like, I don't keep up on social media that much either. So I... um. Yeah. just been working i got a new job a couple of years ago and yeah we got and loaners and on shit. the hustle man doing adult code. adult shit yeah. just trying to or whatever just trying to, to just trying to maintain you don't, you don't need to buy one we'll put you on a loaner and get you riding oh of course, thanks always oh, I i'll put you that. on my mustache motherfucker oh my goodness <laughs> <laughs> anyway i'll cool. take it love you guys hey, hey if you want to leave a voicemail call 638-9533 638-9533 wrap it up we're gonna play you some dumb moped songs since you've been out of the game for a while oh god uh, is it i don't a, even think i've heard them this is lady kings is it who is it the lady kings new moped club out of richmond virginia oh that's it yeah yeah mary's in there right? yeah yeah mary's on nice. they, they made a song oh they a have couple. so many <laughs> Yeah, respect. I have not heard this. Some bitchin' but the price of his carb spray. They <laughs> use all my consumables. <laughs> you ain't buy the shit. Oh shit, Thomas, get on the mic. That's Mary, by the way. No, it's not. Wait, what? Yeah, double the vocals up. They just rhyme diarrhea. Is this cat chat? <laughs> I'm waiting for Chanel West Coast first. What are we spraying? <laughs> Fuck your car! Sure. Ride, Ride a moped! 
Wow, wow, wow.